I the thing about it. Evil Dead, right, is fuck's sake, it the budget's just too fucking low. I mean, I respect what it did, I respect everything, but as a film, it is just not it's not free. Like, I mean, I'm gonna mention later because Evil Dead 2 had a higher much higher budget, uh, and is a far better film in my opinion. Um I think the Evil Dead, the first one, just goes on too long. Uh, even though it's only in like an hour and a half, it feels like it goes on for fucking ages and just quite literally nothing happens and there's no fucking consistency and I hate the camera work. I don't know, I just, I think the whole thing's such a fucking pain in the ass to watch. I just was so bored the entire way. Um, Campbell though, what, well, Bruce Campbell, uh, I don't know how you say his name, but he is a fucking, yeah, he is a, yeah, he is a fucking, he's a, he's a snack though, so I mean, I'll, you know. <laughs> Yes, he is. Yeah. Yes, he fucking is. Happy that Valentine's one. Day, everyone. Bruce Campbell's yeah. a snack. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, that's and the title of this podcast. Yeah. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another installment of the Film Me In podcast, where this week we're going to film you in, but Valentine's Day style, which means that you're going to prep something really big, and then it's going to get to the big moment, and then your partner's going to be like, no, I'm not in the mood, and you're going to go to bed sad. I had a fine yeah. Valentine's Day, thank you for asking. Um, I'm Xander, your host, as always, with me is... your hand is... you is going to bed? <laughs> yes, yes it does, David. My hand is my only partner this Valentine's Day. Um, with me, as always, is my uh, good friend, Mr. David French, our co-host. How are you doing, David? Uh, well, I am currently 149241A. <laughs> oh, no, it's fine now. Uh, my ping is horrendous right now. Yeah, we, we we got some bad ping this uh, this evening, but we're not alone. I don't know why? We've uh, we've got a very very special guest. Don't call it a comeback. It is uh, it is Mr. Will Sof, uh, our 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 special guest today. How are you doing, Will? Yeah. Um, yeah. Hey. How you doing? <laughs> Hey, I'm, I'm all good. I'm all good. Um, that you, was such a pause for a second. <laughs> yeah, if you if you're a fan of the podcast, then you will you'll know who Will is. Will is a Will Will is an old guest of the podcast. He oh, was on dear, it. Back, yeah. It was over a year ago now when we were recording in uh in that in a like, little room in Farndale, and now look how far we've come. Yeah, recording in separate rooms. I was retcon for a good reason. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna say as well. You don't have to watch your language anymore. So yeah, um, there you go, and you can say yeah. as many offensive things as you want. <clears throat> I'll, be quite, I'll be quite laid. I'll probably be quite laid back this time. I'm oh, sure. sick, sick. I've gone far more liberal over the years. So. <laughs> <laughs> um. So before we uh, before we get into today's main topic. Uh, I've figured I've uh, so Will is a short filmmaker. He's not short. He's quite tall, but he's <laughs> he makes short films. You've said so, this like seventeen times. I don't know. It, <laughs> it still makes me laugh. It still makes me laugh. Yeah. Um, so Will, I want to I want to ask you about your most recent short film, uh, My Friend Marcel, which uh, which mm. came out just uh, about a month ago now. Is it? Uh, yeah, it's about a month ago, I think. Yeah, yeah. and I want to say it was. It was absolutely phenomenal, um, and I, I want to ask you a couple of questions about it. Like, how how long did it take you to come up with the idea for it? If you want to explain the idea as well, while while you're here. Oh, okay. Um, so, I mean, yeah. For, first, I'll just explain the idea. So, um, it's just about uh, two friends in isolation having a great time, and that's the uh, that's the story. <laughs> so, um, uh, basically, I came up with this idea. 
um i guess like you know within a good like 15 minutes and then it just sort of kept you know get spiraling down um <laughs> I, I lost a lot of confidence in this film a long way through um uh and i'll be honest it, it probably was it felt like one of the worst things i've ever made until it got released and you know i got such high praise for it you know so yeah um yeah so sometimes it feels like that when you're making something like like th- this isn't gonna work and then it just it, it's something just clicks with other people and i think i think for me especially it's the it's the very dry delivery of it all it's every everything is treated so seriously nothing at any point is treated like a joke but almost everything is a joke like the yeah, yeah. Like the scene when 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 you're telling him to turn the music down that absolutely killed me because then you're looking around the room and you're saying and there's rubbish everywhere and there's just a picture of rubbish on the foot on the, on the wall it's like there's we've got bins for a reason and there's a picture of a yeah. bin on the wall like it just it absolutely wrecked me um, yeah. um i want to so just go yeah, on sorry. sorry i was going to provide extra context because people who haven't watched this are going to be fucking so confused. <laughs> yeah so um aka <laughs> I mean, david I was joking. yeah, yeah I was, exactly because I... <laughs> you sent me the uh you sent me the link to his channel like what that i two three hours ago i completely <laughs> forgot i thought i thought i told you to watch it before and i thought you had so that that's on me that's whilst on me. i was in work yeah that's on me oh, that's i'm on not me. gonna be able to watch a short film whilst i'm in work Xander. I'm, I'm literally <laughs> drilling shit into boards yeah. and i'm getting a link from you oh yeah. shit watch this yeah. <laughs> um basically right the context is this um it's not just about two friends the two friends one of them is human and the other one is a piece of paper with a stick man drawn <laughs> <laughs> just on it, you know. Um, um, and that second friend is called Marcel. And um, throughout the film, it's basically set up like a documentary. So uh, we get to see what they do together. They cook together, watch TV. Uh, they work together. They do all this stuff. Um, but and yeah, tensions start rising um, as lockdown does. You know, you lose the connection you have with that person. What you thought you have with that person. Uh, at the beginning of lockdown because you're just starting to hate you know basically hate each other so um over time uh this relationship isn't i mean it isn't sustainable um and marcel starts acting out and just stops doing chores and you know stops doing things to to help out the house and and then it all builds to a climax so um yeah that's about it yeah it's it's like it's the fact that every single moment in this feels thought out. Like even like the, there's a point that's another one of my favorite moments is when you go through and you've put pictures on on Facebook and Instagram of like <laughs> of the two of you in a couple now, and you're like, <laughs> my parents are really con- really conservative. They just don't get it. And like mm. and like there's comments from from like who's meant to be your mum saying, I don't know what's happening. What could someone explain this to me? And then late, later on, at the end, when like you sort of become a bit self-aware of it all, there's there's a post-it note on the side of the computer that's got the login details for that account, yeah. and it, it's only showed for a split second. But I, I only noticed it the second I was like, "Oh my god, that's the login yeah. for, for the yeah. mum for the mum's account!" Like, yeah, every every single thing feels thought out in this, and it's just it's truly one of the one of the best things I've seen you make, honestly. That's really really kind. Thank you. I mean. Um, if if any of you, uh, I, I will leave I will leave a link to this short film in the description on everything. Go and check it out because it it's it's a really good time. It's a really good time. 
I mean, it's it's not. It's dark and <laughs> grim, but it's fun. It's yeah. very funny. Yeah. Right, oh now, um, are we calling that enough dick sucking for, yeah, for I now? I was just about to say, yeah. are you done sucking his dick? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll call it. Did you get a good taste? <laughs> well, I mean, I've not had twice, so. <laughs> so this week, because it's Valentine's Day, we figured we'd act like the salty single people we are. Uh, well, David isn't even single anymore, but he was single when I thought of this idea. So, anyway, hey, I thought of this idea. It was a joint this effort. My idea. It was a joint this effort. This was my idea. It was a joint this effort. Is, no, this is all my idea. You were just like, yeah, that's a good idea. That was your entire <laughs> fine, like, you fine. Know. It was David's idea. David came up yeah. with this. Good job, David. While man. he was while he was single. <laughs> I thought it it was alright Anyway um, (laughs) So we're going to do something we were meant to do in October But we never got round to So we're going to do it now Uh, This is our horror tournament Ooh Yeah so it's like an Anti-Valentine's Day special Have that you Horrible sexy people Yeah Yeah. That'll teach you to You don't have to be sexy to be in a relationship Good point (laughs) I almost said you're in one, but I was like, that's too mean. That's too mean. I'm about to say myself. <laughs> oh, god damn it. Right, so we've got we've compiled a list of our of we've each got a top ten list of our favourite horror films. Um I've put them in a blender with oh, it's so hard to explain this. I have to do it every time we do a tournament, <laughs> and I always fuck it. I always somehow bugger it up. So you know what you should do? You should record like a very specific thing for um, like just for tournaments. Yes, and I should just play this clip. That's that's a roll really... the clip. Oh no, I've not done it this time. I've not done it this time. Um, so what I've done is I've gathered all three of our top ten favorite horror films of all time. I've then found out which ones we have in common, and those become the higher tiers in the bracket. Then everything else gets ranked in terms of its Rotten Tomatoes average rating, average uh, the tomato meter and the audience score, the IMDb score and the Metacritic score. And then it gets everything else gets filled out. Then a couple of them have been switched around just to make sure that we don't have like my film versus my film, that kind of thing. And we've got a, a pretty decent, decent little tournament going. But before we get into it, I just want to go through uh, some of the honourable mentions that didn't make it into the bracket. So uh, the ones that didn't make it from David's list are uh, It from 2017 and Train to Busan. Rip. Ripperonis. <laughs> the ones from my list that didn't make it were Wreck, the Spanish zombie film, and mm. The Exorcist. Pulling Rip. out for a classic. And on Will's list, there were three that didn't make it. It was um, A Quiet Place, American Psycho, and Mom and Dad. <laughs> Let's fucking go, Mom and Dad. Mom and Dad is <laughs> oh, so good. Mate, I'm is so, so good. sad Mom and Dad didn't get it because I love that movie as well, unironically. I, it's the Nicolas Cage one, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's so I good. genuinely... Me and Xander yeah. went to see that in cinema. Yeah, yeah. we did. It was fantastic. <laughs> it was a, it was a, it was a, it was a good time. It's a good time. Yeah. You felt like shit the entire night, but I oh, was. Oh yeah, I did. I was so ill. 
Um, Did we do a triple or a double bill that day? It was double. We went to watch Game Night first. The only reason we went yeah. to see that was because there was only one showing of Mom and Dad, and it was at like nine o'clock at night. So we had to <laughs> we had to buy time until then. <laughs> so we God, you buy the time with Game Night. Yeah, Game Night. Game Night is like banger. one of my favorite it's, films it's ever it's made. So it's, it's so, so good. good. <laughs> yeah. Right. God. How how did you guys feel about the movies you got to watch then? Because I know there were a few that you guys hadn't seen before. So what did you think of the new movies you got to watch because of this tournament? Without without major specifics, I guess, just overall thoughts. I mean, uh, I'll jump in. Um, I guess, uh, I mean, because most of the ones that I hadn't seen were classics that I just never got around to seeing. So, like, you know, The Thing and Halloween and stuff. And you can tell why they're classics. Um, yeah. Because they're incredibly well made. Uh, but there were some. There were some that are highly regarded, like Evil Dead. Which I've got a few things to say about. But, um, yeah, I guess just didn't roll me the right way. I don't know what it was. Um, Fair enough. Fair so, enough. I, um, the two that I hadn't watched, one of them was uh, The Lighthouse, which I'd been meaning to watch for a while. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll get more into it later. <laughs> didn't understand it. <laughs> no, um, not all the time. No, the, I didn't. I didn't really get the movie, but it, it what I saw was good. Um, <laughs> and I also got to watch Suspiria today, which once again didn't understand, but I I enjoyed it. Like it was, it it had a lot happening, but then it also didn't have a lot happening for a lot of the movie. But I feel like there's a lot of subtlety going yeah. on. 100%. Like there's always something going on that I'm not noticing the first time I watch it, so it's something that I'm gonna have to rewatch to notice shit. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. I mean, I only had to watch a couple because we watched. Uh, we we. I mean, we prepped to this back in October, so me and David actually watched all of these back in October, and then um, well, obviously we've switched out some of the movies, um, but the ones I had to rewatch were like Annihilation that I haven't seen since it came out, and that was a uh, that. The first time I watched it, I wasn't 100% sold on it. And this time, I feel like I understand it, stood it a little bit more. I'm not sure whether I'm still... I don't think I'm still 100% sold on it. But I, I think I appreciate it, appreciated it a little more. Um, and then things like The Lighthouse and Suspiria. This was just a great excuse to rewatch those films that I don't really get to watch that often because they're not they're not really ones that you can go back to that like often and re-watch <laughs> I can't tell if you stop talking or <laughs> oh for god's sake died. can um, you actually not hear me you fight nope. okay you cut back in um there you go you, Yo, you cut it? out a lot then oh my god Hello? is that better we don't know we'll find out <laughs> we can only <laughs> we'll only tell is, <laughs> is it is it okay right now it's fine right now. Currently, yeah. yes. Cracking, cracking. Um, <laughs> In I said, five minutes, who knows? <laughs> I, I said some things about Annihilation. Um, oh yeah. Like I haven't, I've, I've not re seen it since I went, went, first went to, first saw it uh, on Netflix. I mm. think I appreciate it a little bit more, but I'm not 100% sold on it still. Oh, I and then love it, but yeah. With films like The Lighthouse and Suspiria, this was just a great reason to rewatch them because they're not mm. films you can go back to over and over again. They're quite. They take a toll. Suspiria really takes a toll on me every time I watch it. Oh, yeah, it. Suspiria is, yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, I'm just really excited to get to do this because I love a lot of these movies. So, are you guys ready? Yeah. Yeah. This is going to be tough. All of these, all of these are going to be somewhat difficult. Um, yeah, definitely. 
the first one I don't think will be too difficult though. Um, we've got in the number one seed, it is a uh, Alien versus our sixteen seed, which is on David's list. This is twenty eight days later. Oh boy! Yeah, I I already know Alien's probably going to go for it. <laughs> uh, Alien's a Alien's a classic. I'm pretty sure Alien might be on my list. I don't know. I can't remember my list anymore. Um, uh, it is not. It isn't. It I gen- I do love Alien though. I um I remember me and you did a like episode on Alien and Aliens, didn't we, Xander? Yes, we did. And I really, really enjoyed Alien. Uh, it's a fantastic film. So yeah, I- I'm just gonna accept that Twenty Eight Days Later is going out here. But before I do, Twenty Eight Days Later is a fucking cracking movie, especially I- as a zombie film. I really, really it. Good at, I really do. Seeing Manchester on fire in the background as well is a dream come true. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm not an arsonist, I promise. <laughs> is that hilarious? But, yep. like, all seriousness, though, like, the, the imagery in that film, like, the sense of loneliness, the sense of this journey as well, like, the characters, everything that goes on is so good. Chris Reckleston's there. That's about it. Um, <laughs> true. But yeah, genuinely, I love 28 Days Later. I also love 28 Weeks. I don't care if anybody says it's shit. I genuinely love 28 Weeks. Um, it's so good. David. The opening scene alone is fun. David, honey, 28 Weeks Later is a bit of a bit of a shitter. Xander, um, you like Hereditary? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh no. Wait, yeah, I do. A... I do. Um, hold anyway. on a second. Hold on. <laughs> hold on a second. Hold on. Hold on. Okay, we'll talk about that later. Um, so yeah, the thing about 28 Days Later, right, is... It's just compared to Alien, it's it's such a fucking shit show of like inconsistency and I don't know, nothing is ever perfect the entire way through. Sometimes the camera is fucking fantastic, sometimes it, they don't know what they're doing, they can't even focus the fucking thing. Sometimes <laughs> the acting's great, something the act some of the acting is fucking garbage. Like we get yeah. this kid who is like she looks like she's been on drugs the entire film, but if it's just you find out it's only been one scene, like I don't know. It's, it's the most stressful thing watching this film because you're like, what emotion should I be feeling when these actors are giving some of the worst performances I've ever seen in my life? Um, the product placement, obviously, that's probably one of the biggest things. Um, oh, yeah. Product placement is rampant. I mean, it is it is everywhere. But at the same time, I sort of, I guess it's sort of, I, don't, I, can, I, I can respect it to an extent because... They've got I to mean, get funded. Yeah. And the amount of product placement they had, I mean, that's probably how they even fucking, you know, paid for the empty streets in London and all that stuff. They had to film that at like um, 6 a.m., didn't they? I was about to say, the way that they filmed the empty streets of London is they were able to close it off super early, which was way cheaper. Mm. Um, But I remember there's a guy, I've forgotten his name, but there's a guy on Instagram who goes around and pictures of like scene, like set, like locations from films. And during the first lockdown, because it's technically his work, he was allowed to travel. And he took a photo of the empty streets of London. The exact same shot that, like, that's his thing. He takes the exact same shot. And it's so surreal (laughs) to see an actual empty streets of London compared to a 2008, I think, zombie horror film. 2002 or something? Three, yeah. 2002, 2003. I think I'm thinking of 28 weeks. I think that was yeah. Yeah. But um like to see that in real life actually without it being paid to be closed off is insane. It just makes me appreciate like the 
like how they made this film as well. This makes me appreciate like, COVID, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I just appreciate it. It means that I can yeah. go out and there's not too many people. 20, mm. 28 days later was tw- 2002, and then 28 weeks later was 2007. <laughs> okay. There you go. Took a few um, years for that. Um, that wasn't false advertising. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, I mean. We'll go to the vote, but I think I know. I think we all know where this is going. I'm gonna vote yeah. for Alien. I mean, if we needed any evidence that Alien should win this, it's the fact that we just haven't really talked about it at all. Yeah. Oh yeah. It of just kind of goes. The only evidence thing. you need is the like the chest bursting scene. Like, yeah. The, yeah. Like how insane that was done. Yeah, we we like, did a uh, we did a whole episode on on Alien and aliens yeah. and like just basically went off on how good that just first Alien Alien's is. Dick. Mm. Yeah, we did. We did because that film is, to me, it's a it, it's a perfect movie. Like, oh yeah, they nail it. It's not one of my favorites, but it's just for what it is, it's perfect. Um, yeah. So for me, Alien goes through. Anyone else? Uh, yeah, it's I'm Alien. Just gonna say, I've got to say, Twenty Eight Days. It's in my list, but I do love Alien. I'm, mm. I'm not gonna say that Alien's a bad movie. It's a fucking phenomenal movie. But I still am gonna say Twenty Eight Days. But it's not me. I guess at the end of the day, it sort of comes down to what you just rather watch, anyways. Like right now, like if you had yeah, choice, exactly. Yeah. Oh yeah. If, if I had the choice between Alien and Twenty Eight Days, I'd watch Twenty Eight Days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Alien goes through into the quarterfinals, and uh, the next matchup is oh, Twenty Eight Days Later. I guess I was about to say you didn't you didn't get your like um, your little, may- little maybe maybe it'll come back Twenty Eight Years Later. Ah. Uh, uh, I haven't prepped any of these. Oh, you can clearly I tell. I cut that out. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I bet he, he's still got them written down. <laughs> no, he I haven't. He, has them, like, uh, he, he writes a few down, yeah. uh, like, bracket. It's just not true. It's just not true. find one for this one, so he's had to go on the spot for one. Um, the number nine seed is um, Us, and that is on Will's list. And it is versus yeah. the number eight seed, The Thing. And I believe that is on David's list again. Yep. Yep. Well, uh, The Thing is out. phenomenal. The Thing is so fucking good. I um, love that yeah. movie. I thing is, uh, <laughs> The Thing is, sorry, that was actually a complete accent. The Thing is, um, <laughs> is great. But the Thing is, um, Us, I actually completely agree. I actually completely agree because... The thing is, I hadn't seen the thing. Fuck, I keep saying that. The thing, I hadn't seen it. Um, anyways, before. Uh, so I, I'm gonna be honest. I have to agree because us is, in a way, it's sort of like a guilty pleasure. I mean, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's very cheap horror, really. Um, I mean, Jordan Peele is fantastic with horror, but he does it in such a way that's like you feel like you've seen it a hundred million times before, but it still works. Yeah. Um, yeah the whole I thing with the doppelgangers that. as well, and it's just like super fast, quick, uh, sort of. It's like a fucking i don't know like a bad trip really it's like a quick hit of of horror but with um the thing it's like a very slow methodical um the far better thought out i'd say um the thing so I, is I, basically yeah. john carpenter's alien like that that's yeah. all it is it's john carpenter's like answer to what alien is yeah yeah the uh and whereas us is just like basically jordan peele had made get out he got a shit ton of money he wants to make something else but he couldn't think of anything at the time that was like going to be as outstanding as Gao. So it was like, fuck it. I'll do some weird marketing for us. I think and the marketing was very strange. It was very cool. It hyped me up for the, and then the film. The, was like, it was just good. It was yeah. Just okay. the, the song, uh, I got five on it is now 
synonymous with that movie. And every time I hear it, I'm I'm a little bit creeped out because I'm like, dun, 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 dun. It's, it's great. And I think Us is actually really, really good up until the final about 10 minutes when they just that. lay everything out. And like, it, yeah. there's no real way of else to do it because it's such a high concept mm. that like there's these people living underground and they're like rising up. And it's it's such a strange concept that you kind of have to have someone stand at the cam, stand literally at the camera and explain it to you so you understand what's going on. <laughs> but it just feels a little lazy. And like, but I was saying this to David. We recently did a pitch episode uh, where we were pitching movies to each other. And like, it's easy for us to like sit here and talk about these movies. Like, oh yeah, it just feels a bit lazy. If only they'd done it better. But like, after we've done these pitch episodes, it's like, yeah, but how would you do it better? So like if we, if yeah, I can exactly. come up, if I could come up with a better idea for how to lay out that, tw- like that plot, then I would, but I, I can't. So I'm assuming that's why Jordan Peele did it like that is because he simply just couldn't think of how else he'd basically written himself into a corner. Oh yeah. hundred yeah. percent. Like he, like I said, he, he literally had nothing else to do after Gao. I think he, Gao was his masterpiece that I don't think he, needs to make any more movies because of that and everybody was so hyped to see more of his stuff so he kind of felt like he had to make something and yeah. that's what us became but he was burnt out on writing horror it's got he was burnt out on writing complex horror and he obviously got like most of the way through writing this then realized shit i have like 10 minutes worth of script left i don't know how i can finish this i'm just gonna have a narration basically I think it does have a an incredible double central performance from Lupita Nyong'o though. We can't take that away from this movie. Mm-hmm. She is fun- she's phenomenal in both, really well. both roles. Oh yeah, um, Win- Winston the Duke is great. And yeah, oh, the kids, those, those really. kids were creepy when, like, especially mm. the one with the mask on. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Tim Heidecker is fucking hilarious as always. Um, oh, is he even the, in death? Is he even the in other death? Dad? He's more funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's so funny. I just love him. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I I love us, you know I love it. It's great. But um, it, it, compared to the thing, oh god, I'm gonna you know I'm gonna talk about the thing for a bit. Um, visual effects on the thing, Rod Bertine, I think it was his name. Um, the guy, the man, the myth, the legend, the guy who he he made the visual effects of the thing, um, all the all the every, all the practical effects and everything, and then he uh, makes a few more films and he just disappears from the public light and he just. He came back like a few years ago to do some stuff on Game of Thrones, and then he just he's just disappeared again. And I don't. It's such a shame because he's such a talented. From the fucking talent he had in that film, yeah. imagine what like 20, 30, 40 years you could you know could do to this guy. Anyways, yeah, that's just my quick um, appreciation hour for Rob Bettine. Please come <laughs> um, back. I yeah, I think I think the thing is is really great. I don't think I'm quite there with everyone else. I don't think I'm entirely on the hype train. I think it's really, really, really good. I just, I just don't think it is like this like, as perfect as everyone else thinks it is. If that what makes sense, say, um, like, what would you yeah. say was a downfall for the thing? For you? I'm genuinely not sure. I think when I first saw it, I was too young, and mm. I didn't quite get it, and I didn't find it that scary. And then when I so what we're asking Xander is what's the thing with the thing? Yeah, it's true. <laughs> um, well, I almost said the thing is. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I genuinely don't know. There's just 
I'm assuming that one day something will just click and I'll be like, oh my god, this is incredible. Like, like, like it did with Alien the last time I watched it. Because that's, that's how it ended up on my list. <laughs> like, the last time I watched it, it just, it clicked. And I was like, I was blown away by everything yeah. I was seeing. And the thing, I appreciate all of the special effects. It is a masterclass in special effects and it the creature design is terrifying and i think the lead performances from kurt russell is great i think i just i think i just really i'm in love with young kurt russell like (laughs) just a little bit and that's okay i'm okay with admitting that um (laughs) i'm still pointing it through over us though i'm definitely still pointing it through over us though um are you are you guys are you guys ready to vote or is there anything else you want to say on these uh, I just want to say again, I fucking love the thing. I think it's a genuinely incredible horror. I yeah. think like John Carpenter is uh, I'm, I can't remember like what people call him. I think they keep like they call him the father of horror, and I completely understand that because of like Halloween, obviously my favorite horror film of all time, and now the thing. Like I, I love how he does horror. He does suspense so well, and his music is. Incredible. Incredible. He's a visionary. God, they got it's amazing. Yeah, they got Ennio Morricone for this film as well. The guy who did the soundtrack for the Good, Bad, and Ugly. Um, oh shit! Exactly. Which is ridiculous for a soundtrack like this. Like, I don't know. Like, like um, a, sh- a schlocky. Everyone, everyone, horror. everyone is an imposter in this film. Ennio Morricone making <laughs> a really strange. This is just soundtrack. Among Us the movie. I mean, essentially. I mean, I that... guess you could say Among Us is the thing, the game. Yeah. Um, the, yeah. the, the literally well, playing it on, the literally playing it on Polis as well. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. I reckon um, Polis was probably inspired by. Them. Oh, a million percent, a million percent. Oh, they. Um, Will, where are you, where are you voting? Oh, so yeah, I'm voting the thing. You are voting the thing? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Uh, David. Mm. Obviously the thing. Obviously the thing. The thing goes through to the quarterfinals. Uh, I'm gonna be voting for the thing as well, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and us got killed by its doppelganger. Um, yeah, does that one work? Uh, us joined hands yeah. across the nation. Go for it. And just kind of sat there. Yeah. Um, the <laughs> thing, the thing clearly had five on it <laughs> because it's through to the next round. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> We're just gonna ignore that. <laughs> the next, the next matchup. Welcome um, to my life, week after week. <laughs> Yeah, no, I <laughs> oh my word um the next matchup this one actually could be quite difficult it's the number five seed the evil dead uh the original from 1981 versus the number 12 seed suspiria the, the remake from 2018 this is on will's list and the evil dead is on mine and david's list Fuck, I'm gonna lose. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, you um, never know. Xander does love Suspiria. Uh, the really thing do. about Evil Dead, right, is fuck's sake, it the budget's just too fucking low. I mean, I respect what it did, I respect everything, but as a film, it is just not it's not free. Like, I mean, I'm gonna mention later because Evil Dead 2 had a higher much higher budget, uh, and is a far better film in my opinion. Um I think the Evil Dead, the first one, just goes on too long. Uh, even though it's only in like an hour and a half, it feels like it goes on for fucking ages and just quite literally nothing happens. And there's no fucking consistency and I hate the camera work. I don't know. I just, I think the whole thing's such a fucking pain in the ass to watch. I just was so bored the entire way. Um, 
Campbell though, what Bruce Campbell? Uh, I don't know how you say his name, but he is a <laughs> fucking yeah, Campbell. He is a, yeah, he's a fucking he's a he's a snack though. So I mean, I'll you know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he is. Yeah. Yes, he fucking is. Happy and Valentine's Day, everyone. Bruce Campbell's yeah. a snack. <laughs> but um, but yeah, that's under the title of this podcast. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, what's everyone else's opinion on Evil Dead? I so go on, David. You go first. So uh, personally, I. Although I think Evil Dead 1 is higher in my list. As a movie, I prefer Evil Dead 2. But when it comes to the respect I have for Sam Raimi, for how they made the first Evil Dead and the budget they were working with, the difficulties they went through, like one of the rigs for the Evil Dead was literally a boat, like a 4 by 4 plank and some Vaseline. That was it. That was the only thing they had. That was the budget they were working with because they had nothing. They funded this all independently by going to people's houses, showing like a quick first, like five, ten minute version of the film or maybe half an hour version of the film and saying, we want to make this, but long. And they would barge down producers' doors. <laughs> they wouldn't call ahead. They wouldn't do anything like that. They'd just knock on run in and show them this film and that's one of the many reasons i respect this film so much that this is a full-on like pinnacle independent filmmaking style because it innovates on what we already know and also creates new shit like the camera work that you said like it's very inconsistent yes but when it's focusing on the um, like that monster or that thing that's going through like through the woods and through the forest like, the way they did that is so insane. And once again, that was just Vaseline and a 4x4. Yeah. And now we have stuff like sliders and everything like that because Sam Raimi thought of this. I think and you mean a 2x4, David. Doesn't matter. A 4x4 four, a four <laughs> is like a Range Rover. <laughs> um, a 4x4 yeah, is also a wood because you can get 4x4. Four four. It's oh. square. Oh, of course. Yeah, you work at B&Q. Sorry. Um, exactly. I... But, um, <laughs> but yeah, like this movie is special in a way of it just inspires me to want to do shit as low budget as I possibly can. I don't want to pay for a movie I make. I want to do it for literally pennies. <laughs> I don't want to pay for a I movie don't... I make. Because <laughs> I, 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 I think like, it gets you in that creative mindset. It gets you in the thing of if I do this... I would be so fucking proud of myself for thinking of how to do this innovative. I don't want to use the easy method. I want to give myself a challenge. And that's what Sam Raimi did. He gave himself a challenge and made a fucking great slasher. Very, very cheesy and just normal, average slasher. But thinking about all that just ups this movie so much for me. I'd, I'd, I'd like to say something now. So, The what? Evil Dead... I I always I would always watch it just so I could watch the Evil Dead 2. <laughs> Whereas Why, now though? you don't need to watch the Evil Dead <laughs> the Evil Dead 2 at all. Well, I'm a completionist. Anyway. <laughs> after my most recent rewatch that we did in October, when we did our Evil Dead episode, check it out. Uh if you can go back through your feed. Um I actually fell in love with this movie a whole lot more. To the point where, like, 
it replaced Evil Dead 2 on my list. So Evil Dead 2 isn't on my list, Evil Dead is. Because it just I just switched them out. Because the Evil Dead, it freaked me out. The visuals in this movie just freaked me out. I think maybe it's to do with the creature design. I think it's the fact that it actually... I've seen this movie maybe ten times, and it scared me still. And it's this schlocky early 80s horror film that, like you said, was made on a shoestring budget. Like, how is this still scaring me? I think maybe maybe it is these little inconsistencies that uh, Will was talking about, or like the fact that things don't quite like look right. Maybe that's what creeps me out so much, but it just something just clicks with this movie. Like, like I'm hoping Will with the thing one day, there's something in this movie that just sends a shiver down my spine and the, the, the hits that people take in this movie are grim. Like, the thing that I always think about is the pencil in the ankle. Oh my yeah. lord. That is one of the grossest moments in a horror film I've seen. Well, this film has a much grosser moment, but we're not going to actually say what it is because it's fucking disturbing. Oh, oh, yeah. oh Sam yes. Raimi has gone on and said that he doesn't, like, if he was to ever do it again, do it exactly the same way just without that scene because there's no need for it no there's no need (laughs) and can i just say why did they recreate it in the remake what's the point (laughs) it's a great question of all the scenes you can recreate you do that one not the pencil scene no No. the the tree scene the tree scene and they made it look like they made it more cinematic in the remake they did do that they did do that (laughs) why memes um i want to talk about suspiria though because i feel like will sat there itching to talk about one of his favorite horrors yeah well i have a weird story i mean when i first watched suspiria i watched it when it came out um with a few friends and i hated it with a fucking passion i just because i didn't get it (laughs) i didn't like it i didn't know suspiria had its own original film like back in the 70s yeah um and i was like you know this this fucking this fucking sucks so um but then over the years, you know, over like what, over fucking three years, it took me. Um, I was just thinking, well, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, what am I? Why do I actually dislike this film? And I guess it all came down to the fact that it was just I wasn't expecting a fucking gore fest at the end. I just yeah. I don't know what I was expecting. I guess because I came in so blind. Um, and over the years, I was like, I because I tell people I, I I wanted to rewatch it, and I don't know what my opinion of it is anymore. Like I I I don't know. This fucking film got to me so. I rewatched it recently, um, and oh my god, man! I I don't know what it was, but I must have built myself up for it because I fucking I loved it, man. It's so good. It's, it's just so good. It's like oh, the choreography in this film—it's so perfect. Like I don't think I I would ever be scared of dance, you know, if it wasn't for this fucking film. Yeah. Like oh, it's such an excellent way of like conveying horror. Dance is such a fucking interesting little thing. Um. Oh, and uh, what's her name? Dakota Johnson. Um, yeah, she's, she's fantastic. So good man. Oh, <laughs> basically, this whole film. I don't know. I mean, I can't really fault it for much. I don't know. Um, yeah, I think <sighs> if I think maybe if you had to pick a fault, it is two and a half hours long. Yeah. But honestly, I'm not sure what you'd cut because, like, I. I remember seeing this for the first time in the cinema. I was on my own and I wish I wasn't because it freaked me out. And like, 
yeah, I, I just, I didn't know what to expect. I, I knew it was a horror film. And so I was like, okay, I'll check this out. And it's, mm. there was a, there's a moment when the old man is sort of lured back to the dance hall towards the end. And these witch, the, the, these women come out and they, they just scream at him. And in the cinema, I remember like that just, it just yeah. went down my spine and it like terrified me. I was, I was frozen for a moment to the point where I was like looking around me, like think, hoping there was someone there I could cuddle to make sure that I, I wasn't going to like yeah. be eaten or anything. It just freaked me out. The central performance from Tilda Swinton is fantastic. I was the, just about to say, Tilda the, Swinton is the goat in this movie. The triple yeah. role from Tilda yeah. Swinton as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I, I didn't know that when I went in the first time. No, I didn't. I didn't. I was I was reading after. I was like, who the hell played that old guy? Mm. It was like, oh yeah, it's Tilda Swinton. Yeah. And then re-watching it, it makes so much sense because whenever yeah. he talks, his lips don't match what he's saying. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so it, it's cracking makeup. But um, mm. yeah, I think... It, that that old guy really grounds the story in reality. Da- David was saying, I was texting him earlier while he was watching it, and he was saying like, "This is so weird that something needs to ground this." And I think that's the job of the old guy. That's true. To yeah. like come in and have this human story amongst this so such supernatural um, central theme. Hmm. I have, have you have any of you seen the original? I was gonna ask you that as well. Um, um, I mean, yeah, I've seen it. Um, I don't like it as much. No, um, me, I I saw it and I just, I didn't, yeah. I didn't really think it yeah. at all. I I think it all comes down I to just the time period and oh god, there's so much fat they can just cut out of that film. Um, yeah, and it's just such a pain. In this and the repetitive soundtrack pissed me off. Um, <laughs> I don't know, it is what it is, but I, I don't know. And also, I guess the the person, the grounded aspect of that film, would just be the main character because we don't actually have that in in the 2018 one because i mean you said the old man was the grounded aspect of the film and the main character fucking goes off the rails pretty fast so yeah she does yeah. she does um you you said like you weren't expecting such a gore fest mm. that that scene in the mirrored room when that girl's getting contorted like that <sighs> is yeah. disgusting mm. it is genuinely vile like I, it made yeah. me think of uh, color out of space quite a bit just that scene I haven't, not seen it, I haven't seen that film yet. No. It, no. Have you seen it? No, no, no. Oh, Is it a God. recent release? Yeah, it um, came out in 2020. Um, mm. It's a Nicolas Cage, H.P. Lovecraft, based on the actual story called Outer Space uh, from the producers of Mandy. And it's it's got such a similar scene where... Um, I don't want to spoil it, but like to make my point, I kind of have to. Okay. Uh, so okay. I'm sorry for spoiling it, but there's a scene where like two people kind of like mold together into one, and it become it looks like the thing, <laughs> but it looks more grotesque and horrifying. Like this, like that was the only thing in this movie, like the the contorted, disgusting body, that was genuinely creepy and freaky to me. Mm. I don't know like, the. The, the... the screaming that Xander mentioned didn't really scare me. I was just kind of like, but well, that's fucking weird. <laughs> the, the heads exploding at the end, I was just like, well, that's fucking weird. <laughs> but that alone was fucking creepy. Um, like, to the me... groaning, the noises it made. Like, to me oh. as well, the uh, the dream sequences she has 
those are really freaky. Oh yeah. And I, I actually, I actually got my dad to watch this. Uh, I said he was asking for a recommendation. He's and I said I've just watched this. I've rewatched it. I really like it. I think you might get a kick out of it. And he, I was surprised that he really liked this because he, he hated the lighthouse. He hated Hereditary. And I thought maybe you know maybe I'll give him a go on this kind of art housey horror. But he really liked it as well. And I think it's due to that that it's the the gore early on actually kind of helps this mm-hmm. to, to it be, definitely brings it in yeah yeah because immediately you're like you've got like the grossest moment in the movie quite i mean it's like half an hour in so i guess it's not overly early on but it's for a two and a half hour movie it's fairly early um yeah and it just helps people sort of stick with this movie i think and a, a norm like a uh, I don't want to call it a normal, a, a mainstream audience. I'll say because mm. this movie is very art housey. Yeah. Oh, I guess a few things as well. Um, Jessica Harper, who was the uh, protagonist in uh, the first film, is yeah. in the 2018 one. And oh, I guess yeah. I guess just a lot of stuff like that just goes to show, like it just goes to show how dedicated they were to the original, how much they loved the original, and I guess just the things they did to, I mean, in my opinion, improve it, but. Uh, I think it's yeah. crazy that it's the same guy who made um, Call Me By Your Name that made this. Oh dear, I haven't seen yeah, that. Yeah, Luca De, De Gaggio? I, I don't know his name. Might it's, be getting that right. It, it's Luca something. Um, oh yeah, Luca Guadagnino. Fuck me. There you go. That's there you terrible. Go. I shouldn't say that. I, no I think, clue that, I think he's Italian. Um, yeah. I, love, I love the sense of space in this movie as well. Like, the... Mm once you get into the dance school you feel like if you were to land there right now in this moment you could work your way around it and know where you were going and i really appreciate that in movies when you when you're in a a space for a long amount of time and you know where everything is so then when something happens you're like okay i know that she's there and everyone else where this scene is happening is up there and like it just it just helps you feel more attached to this world and this story and i really do appreciate Mm -hmm. that uh, one last thing I want to say is that the opening scene with Chloe Grace Moretz was fucking great. Yeah. I think it's Chloe Grace Moretz in the opening yeah, scene. Yeah, she yeah, plays right. Patricia. Yeah. And mm. that opening scene when she's going like insane in the uh, therapist's office because like clearly she's got like split personality disorder most likely mm. but she's like talking in different voices this and the other and it is fucking creepy. It's, it's really good. I really enjoyed like her performance in that moment like this movie overall was good but i don't think it's like incredible i think it's just a good horror movie there's it it feels a bit too long but i can understand there's nothing i would cut it just feels long um i'm gonna push you guys to a decision then david where are you going i forgot what i was going against (laughs) the evil dead the Evil Dead, I'm going with that. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, right, I, I'm pretty sure Evil Dead's going to take this, but, I mean, I want to give it to Suspiria because I feel like it... I mean, I know it's a bigger budget, it's a newer film, all that shit, but, like, yeah. God, that... It actually hits me, and it hits me harder than um, Evil Dead, you know? No, that's, I, fair. I'll, that's fair. I'll give you Evil Dead more watches. I know I'll like it more over time. It's just, as of this moment, you know, Suspiria, yeah. uh, that's my vote. Fair enough. Um, I think 
if I was to have this make this decision in a few years, maybe after a couple more watches of Suspiria, because I've I've seen it twice now, and mm. I've I love it equally both times. Um, but I still I I've got more attachment with the Evil Dead, so I think if in a few years, if you made me ask me, it might it might be even harder. It, right now, it's still hard, but um, I'm gonna have to give the dub to uh, the Evil Dead, and the mm. Evil Dead goes through to the quarterfinal. Suspiria has danced its final dance. <laughs> See, uh, he definitely wrote that yeah, one. Yeah, I feel like I, feel like I did not. Right. I've not written any of these down. This yeah. is ridiculous. This is the stupidest like, theory. You had a 50 50 chance of which one you because, like, you wrote Yeah, exactly. Really good you can always write dead, you know? two. It's not that hard. <laughs> right. Like, you put this one, you put that much effort into making the thing. I think what, like, it, the reason it takes you so long to make the brackets is because you're writing these down. It's just not true. It's ludicrous. <laughs> it's you're, you're lying. You're chatting shit. Anyway. I'm not. I'm going to 100% guarantee you. The number, these, <laughs> the number 13 seed is um, a recent one again, and it's on Will's list again. It is Annihilation. And it is versus the number four seed. This is on mine and David's list, I believe. It is The Shining. Yeah, it will be on my list. I love The okay. Shining. Okay, so... So... <laughs> um, um, Will, so we went okay. to watch... We yep. went to watch Doctor Sleep together, didn't we? Mm. The yeah, sequel. we did, yeah. And I'm pretty sure you really like The Shining. Oh, I love it, yeah. Right, um, okay, cool. So, let me just explain this. Um, I, I mean... When I thought of horror films, I guess the re- I mean, I The Shining didn't cross my mind. But <laughs> I think the reason for this, right, the reason for that is because it's such a strange- It's not really- I mean, it, it is a horror film, but it's not really a horror- It's more of a thriller, really. I guess it's just guess. really different pop in my head. It's like, it doesn't really um, need to be a horror film because there's so much more going on. Um, the whole conversation about this film is insane and it's, it's it's like 50 films in itself just the conversation around it like there was like a documentary on i think it was called like room uh 408 whatever the room fuck. 237 um, 237 there we go yeah got it on um, the blu-ray shelf yeah and uh yeah that was uh, all the people talking about all the um uh, theories uh, about the shining and what it could mean and you know it's just so fascinating as a film um and I guess it's because there's so much conversation about it. I just forget that it's just a horror. I mean, it, I, I sorry for saying just a horror film, but it is. No, it is okay. a horror no, film. Yeah. At the end I of the day, like, it's just a horror film. Yeah. Yeah. When I think of horror, I'm like, oh yeah. It. I mean, it's simple. It's simple to understand. The Shining is just so out of there. And I'm gonna be honest. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I, I think I I'd say it's a better film than Annihilation. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair though, you just said like the, the Shining yeah. is really complex. And like you've like Annihilation is so complex, oh, yeah. and Suspiria is very compl- and The Lighthouse and things like that. So I think like the, the horror genre is. I think if The Shining came out today, it would be considered as like an art house horror. Oh but yeah, hundred percent. It, it, it came out way before its time. So like if yeah, I think if The Shining came out right now, it would been a it would have been released by A twenty four, and like it would have starred Timothy Chalamet and shit like that and you know 100% yeah like it's just it's one of those films that like it it is a heart it is it it is an art house horror film that would have come out this year you know what though like thinking about that i'm so glad it came out when i did with the cast it did because like obviously knowing yeah like granted with um 
I've forgotten her name, but who plays the wife. She Shel went through some shit. Shelley Duval. Shelley Duval went through some shit on that oh, set yeah. because of yeah. Stanley Kubrick being such a cunt. <laughs> like, he's a great director, don't get me wrong. He makes great movies, but he's a prick. Yeah. And like that doesn't make him a good filmmaker, can I just say? like Being a prick doesn't mean that you're going to be good. You're... Joss Whedon, take that on board. Oh my Don't God. be a cunt. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like it's genuinely such a fantastic film. And you mentioned Doctor Sleep. Like Doctor Sleep kind of raises The Shining for me because, like, granted, the scenes with The Shining. Uh, hold on. <laughs> it's, that's David's mother shouting him. <laughs> Apologies. Oh no no! I'm... I can Sorry, mom's a pain in the ass. It's oh, yeah, right. Uh, yeah, I'll I'll start again. What was I saying? I can't remember. Uh, talking about but, the Shining and how uh, the it, new it, film Doctor Sleep. Yeah, so like Doctor Sleep raises the Shining for me because like even though the the scenes are set in the Overlook to Sleep, the worst part of Doctor Sleep, I got to see yeah. more of Danny's character. And how and like how Jack's actions affected him, and I think that's what's even that's what raises The Shining so much more for me because you got to see that this actually had repercussions later in life. Like this affected him more than we thought. We didn't realize that Danny would become an alcoholic like his dad. We didn't realize that Danny would you know suppress his ability and use it and get like in, as a way to be a bit of a prick. We thought, you know what? It'd be it'd be a nice guy. Uh, it'll be it'll be fine in life. But no, we we finally got to see that. We got to know he was fucked because of this. This was traumatizing for him, life. And the like the differences from the book in The Shining and the movie always made me laugh. Like the ending of um, the original book is uh, the, the Overlook Hotel burns down. Yeah. In the, movie it just freezes over because they hated each other that was it it was just stanley kubrick being a dick like yeah. i'm pretty sure um i don't know if it's in the extent i think it's in the extended cut but you uh, they go past like a burning car and the burning car in the movie is the car they drive in the book <laughs> it's wow. just an extra yeah. little fuck you that's to Stephen King. <laughs> like, it's so petty. I love it. Yeah, that's hilarious. It's brilliant. But, like, as a movie alone, The Shining really, really hits hard, the, like, the cabin fever kind of thing. And it's yeah. the perfect quarantine movie. It just shows, like, what can happen if you're staying in, like, isolated with people, same day, like, day after day, constantly. Definitely. Like, it's the perfect, like, quarantine isolation movie. Bit of a downer note, but I love The Shining. It's great. You should yeah. watch it. Oh, <laughs> Definitely not going to want to kill your family afterwards. <laughs> um, I don't. I don't know about you guys, but every time I watch The Shining, I feel compelled to watch the Simpsons Treehouse of Horror version of The Shining. <laughs> the, the, yeah. sh the Shining. You've got The Shining. The you mean shining. The Shining? You want to get sued? You want to get sued? Yeah. <laughs> that, that just. I mean, it's so All stupid. No. Oh, work, work and no beer makes Homer something, something, something. Go crazy. Go crazy. Don't, Don't mind, mind if I do. do. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 
it just that, that, that <laughs> it's so like I th- that was like the golden age of the simpsons as well but like yeah I, I, don't, I don't know how but like it just every time i watched like i like when i watch star wars now it's ruined for me because i've watched robot chicken star wars and like every time i see a moment come up i'm thinking okay this is where this person says this in the show and it's funny whereas in this i don't i still get scared by the shining and not not like distracted by the fact that the simpsons made a hilarious parody of it which i guess kind of speaks to the greatness of the shining maybe or maybe i'm just talking on my ass i don't know um, I think it's probably because it's not called the shining, so you, know, yeah. you don't relate. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, Sid, yeah. um, Annihilation. Oh yeah. Well, please gush over it's Annihilation. Certainly a movie. Oh. Annihilation is. Um, <laughs> I think it has the same. It's very. It's very good there in the same bracket. Even though I know it's gonna get fucking you know annihilated. Um, Chuck. Yeah, it will a hundred percent fucking get taken out. But God damn I mean, it! Now, now I've got to rewind my joke for the end. Um, oh fuck yeah, good point. <laughs> oh, <fuck. laughs> See, told you, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, get right into that. Anyways, um, so yeah, I'm glad they're in the same bracket because they have the same kind of qualities to them. Um, and how they don't try to over-explain things, how they live up to you. Um, and annihilation is so, it's so like standard as a you know it's like a horror film fucking gory ass fucking shit but it's just so many fun concepts in there like obviously tried and true done before like um how they get immediately like teleported into the forest they don't they've been there for like weeks and they hadn't even realized yeah and how they don't recognize days going past and oh man the practical effects with the the, the like all the shit coming out of the guy's skull and like scattered across the pool oh man like this film is so fucking beautiful and it's so terrifying especially the ending the um, um i think the the bear creature is ar- arguably or it should at least be in the discussion for most terrifying creature <laughs> in any movie ever yeah it is a fantastic idea it is yeah. so fucking terrifying oh and as again because i love anything with doppelgangers um the end has the same sort of yeah. terrifying factor to it. It's just there's something so terrifying about seeing yourself, really, and then knowing it's not you. It's it's that it's quite. I mean, it's cheap in a way, but I don't know. It's pretty fucking terrifying. I don't know. It's, it's yeah. a great film. It just makes me doesn't really make me think behind like what the reasoning or what the, what it actually means. It just makes me think of like the concepts that it's using and it doesn't it like it's again with the shining i don't want to know the in-depth like why was um why was there like two men with masks in the fucking one of the rooms at the end of the shining like i don't need to know why that was there or <laughs> like i think yeah. it was like sucking them off i don't know what was going on in that scene yeah, but, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, just like, watch the uh the music video for the kill by face like smash you know exactly what's going on Okay, I'll keep that in mind. Um, so, um, but yeah, I guess it comes down to the fact that they're both films I don't need like explained to me. But I feel any explanation would be really interesting to hear. So, yeah, um, I, I like that. I like that. Not that, yeah. not that explanation would ruin it in your mind or anything. Just that you don't like. I don't necessarily want a sequel to the to Annihilation. But like, if 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 it happened, I wouldn't be totally against it kind of thing i mm. yeah i i like that kind of thought 
Um, like I said, I, I wasn't entirely sold on it the first time I saw it. Um, I was hoping it w- I would love it as much as I did Ex Machina. Also written and directed by Alex Garland. Um, but there was just something... I think this was a little too heavy for me um, when I first saw it. And then I, the second time watching it, things clicked a little bit more. I think it's it's a stunning movie visually. Um, and... Oh, crap. I had something to say. Crap. Cut this out. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I've lost it. I've lost it, but... Uh, I, th- I think it's I think it's a good movie, but I there's no way in hell it's getting past the shining for me. Oh, but I'm oh, at both these films have such amazing soundtracks. I just realised the yes. soundtracks like Annihilation. The soundtrack of Annihilation is like called the Alien or something. It is fucking fantastic. I just um, realised as well that yeah. in your short film. Yeah. You used the song from The Shining. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and I even pointed um, it out. I said, that's, I that's the song yeah. from The Shining. <laughs> I didn't want to mention it, but I thought I'd... I mean, I thought it fit really well. Um, yeah, also, the fact that it's also the same sort of concept, really, all about isolation, how you yeah. can do mad in isolation. So I thought it was I a was, good... I was good watching... Uh, we're, we're, we're planning a, another episode for next week, and I was watching Toy Story 4, and they use that same song in Toy Story 4 in the antique shop. When you <laughs> yeah, pl- when you first meet those like creepy ventriloquist dolls, as they're walking yeah. around, it's got that song, and I was like, "Oh my god, that's the song for The Shining." <laughs> that's, that's Honestly, that does have a shining feel, though. I, it makes yeah. sense in that. Mm. Like one thing that I'm going to quickly say about Annihilation is not necessarily about the movie itself, about like the uh, the imagery that's used on the Netflix. Like quick preview, as um. Like that really weird thing that's against the wall. It's like got mold and everything yeah. around it, like fungus growing from it. It always reminds me of the design of the clickers in The Last of Us, and yeah, it made me want to see live action clickers more than anything. Granted, we're getting that now. Very happy, Pedro Pascal. Beautiful. Um, but genuinely, like, I I genuinely enjoyed Annihilation when I first watched it. I didn't rewatch it for this annoyingly. Um, I've been watching. A lot of other movies for the tournament we've got coming up very soon mm-hmm. but um i really enjoyed it when i first watched it it didn't like mesmerize me but the bear was fucking great uh the acting was really good the story in general was really intriguing everything that was going on was very very interesting and i've i thoroughly enjoyed it when i first watched it. i feel like i'm going to enjoy it more than I've so i'm probably going to read it soon I can't really. Um, I Shining's a classic. I love yeah. it. I think one of my other favorite scenes in Annihilation is when they find that body that you were talking about—the one that's like covered in fungus and it's sort of growing yeah. out itself—and they find that videotape of the soldiers like cutting this guy open, and it's like that's that's like real scary stuff. And mm. the fact that he's this guy's died is like rotted away and he's like his body's morphed into the wall and like that's how things evolve in this world it's it's so weird and like the the design choices are fantastic but yeah are, are you guys ready to vote yeah um i think it is my turn to go first um i'm going the shining um will i mean i love annihilation but i'm gonna give it to the shining the shining David, do you want to make it unanimous? 
I'm going to go mom and dad now, The Shining. Yes. <laughs> the Shining goes through and it knew that because it uh, it shined and saw it. Yeah. Wow. Well, that was one of the worst ones because we had to cut Jesus. like... You had to cut the annihilation joke, so you had to call something real. I quick. I actually haven't written any of these down, by the way. That was <laughs> that that one I genuinely did think about because we mentioned it earlier. Anyway, yeah. now that's one half of the bracket done. Yes, we're getting there. The next uh, half of the bracket starts off with the number three seed. Um, it's it's a heavy hitter. It's on my list and on Will's list. It is Get Out, yeah. and it is versus on David's list the number fourteen seed. Hush. Okay, I'm gonna like defend Hush real quick. I know it's not gonna go through. <laughs> I know Get Out is a fantastic movie. I mentioned it before, but just to like sell my love for this movie, Hush is very reminiscent of um, Halloween to me, and obviously to everybody else. Um, like Mike Flanagan has actually said uh, since he was asked um, if he uh, by Blumhouse and by Jason Blum if he wanted to do the newest Halloween reboot and he said no because Hush was his Halloween and it's a very very easy and very simple slasher it's a very you know it's like got the same kind of stuff as Halloween it's got this really foreboding presence but it's got that very small twist of the main character is deaf and they play on that so much and that's what makes this movie so creepy to me. Like, the fact that she can't hear him at all is terrifying. Like, Michael Myers was silent. And so this is, like, the opposite spin. This guy is loud. Yeah. But she can't hear him still, so he's still silent, no matter what. And he uses imagery to torment her. Uses his, like, his mask and just blood on the like the windows and everything to terrify this woman and to make her go kind of insane but she's not useless she's exactly like laurie strode in that and ellen ripley where she's not a damsel in distress she has her uses she's trying to get herself out of these situations she's using her brain her knowledge and her skills at times as well she's panicking yeah but she's also doing her best to stay alive and to keep this guy from getting in her house and he fucks up by not going in earlier and just finishing the job because he lets her live and fucking suffers because of it it's got a it's so good it's got a real like the central performances from katie siegel and uh john gallagher jr are fantastic john gallagher jr especially really stands out as oh, this like, over, overly cocky killer that's like, yeah. I've stumbled on like the gold mine here. She's deaf. She can't hear me coming. Like this is this is just this is just perfect. Like and he's and he knows that. And I really like, he's got that shit eating grin on his face the entire yeah. movie. And uh, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Will, um, yeah. what what do you think of Hush? Okay, so I'm sorry, but I don't like it really really very much at all yeah it's a very, very I, if i could rate it anything probably on this list it'd probably be the lowest wow um, my i i don't i'm just gonna let's i'm gonna talk about it for a bit so basically go for it okay so hush a, a film about a deaf um you know deaf main character it's a really fun premise a really fun idea 
And I thought, you know, going to this, I thought they'd have all these awesome fucking setups that involve her being deaf. But um, it turns out that the whole film is just, oh, she can't hear him behind her. That is literally the whole fucking film for me. Like, I, I watched this and I'm like, you could have done so much with the fact that she's deaf. There's like, I don't know. I think they mentioned the, f um, they have two scenes, like the scene where he's behind her at the beginning. And like, maybe, uh, I don't know, the bit where she's banging the bathroom and uh, in pain because she's got hit by a leg or whatever. And she's not, you know, she's making all these fucking noise. I don't Sorry, I'm I'm very incomprehensible, but um, <laughs> it's okay. You're doing there's, great. You're doing great. There's also loads right. of other things, loads of other things in this film as well that kind of pissed me off that they weren't elaborated on. So like, uh, the whole thing with the voice in her head, you know, oh, I've got a I've got a writer's voice in my head. Like, fuck off. Like, I don't know. It, they they used it once. They used it once, and then they never did it again. It was so annoying, and I was like, okay, whatever, you know, maybe they you could have done it at the beginning from whatever, okay. Um, the whole thing with the uh, multiple endings, also a fun idea, relating the writing of her story to the um, ending of how she's going to escape. Fun, but they mention it once, and it's never brought up ever again, and it is frustrating. And the whole thing with, oh, even when, she, when she's getting killed at the end and strangled, and it's like flashing between... Um, you know, her life as, like, a kid and stuff. We, we didn't see that. We don't have any connection to that. Like, why are they showing that? Like, I... The whole film is so... It does nothing for, like, the entire fucking film for me. And then, at like, the last ten minutes, it, it tries to fix itself by bringing in all the stuff that it tried to set up. Basically, it sets up everything in the first ten minutes, and then it uses that setup in the last ten minutes. So it could be a twenty-minute film. Like... <laughs> There's nothing in between. It's just literally her in the house. She leaves the house for a bit, runs back in the house, runs out of the house, shoots him, runs at, back in the house. It's just the same bullshit. And he's just there being a corny bastard the entire time, like scraping his fucking knife across the window. And like, I, I don't, I don't know. It's just such, but I think it, it, I don't find it. I, there were no stakes for me. It's, and if you're doing the whole thing with the deaf thing, like why, why have so many shots uh, with sound? Because, like my con like, my concern when I'm watching a horror film is like really if I if I as the viewer am in danger really I don't think about this other person on screen like you know I'm like you know fuck you know run away or whatever but I guess when it I I don't really feel like I'm her or feel like I'm ever in her situation because she's deaf and I'm like I half the time I'm like are you dumb like why can't why can't you hear him? You know, like, it's because if I can hear the sound in the film, then why can't I hear it? Then why can't she, you know, it's it's a very strange perspective shift. Um, I I get I get what you mean with the not under, like, with not having enough deaf moments. Like, that's something that's done really well in A Quiet Place. The amount of that mm. movie that is just pure silence and just atmosphere that, yeah, that, that I think this movie would have, would have benefited. It, it would have benefited from, from it, but yeah. At the same time, I think with it being like such a, it's a very safe horror. I will say that it's very yeah. very safe. Like a quiet place feels like it's trying something new. Considering like, wasn't it the first ever film to do like full digital silence? Digital silence. Yeah, like there was complete silence, and it was like it was all done digitally because you obviously can never get actual silence. Never silence is always room turn or background noise and there's actual moments of 
complete silence where they just got rid of the soundtrack. Like the actual track on the edit. They um, just deleted it. Pretty cool. And that is pretty creepy. Like in general, thinking about that is creepy. Yeah. But at the same time with this, when when thinking about like a deaf person, you're not like, you're not completely 100% deaf. Like there's very, very slight muffle. And I feel like they should have done more with that instead, where it's like slight muffle. So it's like she she hears a, a louder muffle. She knows it's kind of nearby. Yeah. I think that would have been interesting. But at the same time, deaf stuff always doesn't always work out as well. There's a um a game called The Quiet Man, where your play your protagonist is deaf and the entire game is completely silent. And you have to play the entire game and complete it so you can hear the voices. Ah. So you don't know the story. So I think that kind of thing, it's a it's a risky thing trying to do sounds. I think a quiet place did it well. I don't know if this would have done it well though. I don't think I don't know if it would have worked with mm. this as much. That's fair. That's fair. Um should we talk about get out a little bit? <laughs> yeah. Do we wanna, need to. I know that wanna, I know the get out's gonna win. We can talk yeah, about get out yeah. in the next bracket. Yeah, yeah if you want to do that. Yeah. Okay yeah. then. Good idea. Um well, I think it's Will's turn to go first, so Will, get out I or mean, hush. I, I know it's I'm a gonna, tough decision for you. <laughs> I'm very pick t- get out. Um, <laughs> reluctantly. <laughs> um, David, are you going hush or get out? I've got to go hush. I know get out's a great film, but I've still got to back my choice. I do love get out, though. Don't get me wrong. I am going get out. And uh, hush got stabbed in the ear. Is that how she lost her hearing? Did she get stabbed in the ear? Uh, it's got meningitis. Ah, well now That's she's been stabbed in the ear. Now she's been stabbed in the ear. Um, mm. now then the next the next Bush matchup was silenced. The, the next matchup is the number eleven seed, Hereditary, versus the number <sighs> six seed, The Cabin in the Woods. But it's actually going kind of hard. This one is Not for me. The, yeah, the, I genuinely don't know where this is going to go. This is okay, the only so, one in this first round where I'm like, I don't know where this is going to go. Yeah. I've had my sort of rant on Hush, so I'll let um, David have his rant, rant on Hereditary. hereditary. <laughs> yeah. I oh, mean, go God. for it. Where do I? Okay. So, taking it back to when I first watched uh, I watched this first with Xander and a few mates from college. It was our final day of college, and we all went to go to the cinema, and Xander was saying, Why don't we go go watch Hereditary? And we all agreed. He's like, Yeah, sure. We'll all go watch Hereditary. The like Xander was hyping this film up for me for weeks. I hadn't seen anything of this film. I only saw posters and I saw the tag, like the review saying that a modern exorcist or something. Obviously, it's not good. Like reviews are always stupid, but um, like Xander was hyping this up so much, and I was like, this has got to be a fucking phenomenal, like horror film i get in the cinema and i hear them talk about how um this little girl has a peanut allergy and i start thinking there's no reason for us to know she's got a peanut allergy without knowing she's gonna fucking die so she's going to die and thus she died because that's of, bullshit like, that's total bu- <laughs> you're talking out your ass mate you're talking out your flabby no, asshole let, let, let me continue talking yeah. let me continue 
So the whole point, like the, I watched the trailers after this movie, and the trailers added it as if it's like this seance with um, talking. I think with the, like the nan, something like that, and I just. It was so fucking boring until the end. There was barely anything going on. I had to watch it again because the cinema was so dark. Like, the screening was so dark. You couldn't see, like, the hidden shit. So you couldn't see her in, like, the corner of the wall. You couldn't see, like, the hidden people there. So when I rewatched it, I turned the brightness up. And I, I enjoyed it the best. I enjoyed it more. But the ending still comes out of fucking nowhere. I still feel like I don't really give a shit. It just ends with a random cult just being in the treehouse or in the attic or wherever he goes. And he becomes the king. Why? I don't know. Do well, I, I mean, care about this movie? No. It is set up. Do I still it's, like to say it's, it's shit? It's, yes. re- it's really well set up why he's the king. Um, How what? subtle is it, though? Like on, on, a, on a scale of 1 to 10 of subtlety, how much? Like a... Is ten the most subtle? Yes. Then it's about a, maybe a three. It's not. It, it is. They open. They openly say it, David. They oh, that she's reading books on it, and it mm. says the male has to be this. It's not yeah. subtle. It's yeah. Well, uh, I still don't like it. Whether it's subtle or not, I think it's shit. Um, I, I think the performances are fantastic. Can I just say, I I I think the performances and the shots. Are beautiful. This has a very game night shot where um it goes into this house and it's like I, I've said this so many times to Xander, but like it has like this moment where it goes into this little toy house and then yeah. it zooms in further and it's actually the real house. And my immediate thought when watching that was, hey, they stole that from game night. Um obviously they didn't, it's just you know, like that was my thought. And I always think of it as like, hey, game night did this better. I liked it more in game that because you know it's a comedy using cool shots, like horrors. Like especially our house horrors, they're supposed to use game night. It's not our house horror. It's a it's just a a fun comedy movie, and it used a cool shot. But um, yeah, like cinematography wise, amazing, absolutely gorgeous. Story wise, don't care about it. Not a fan of it. Not a fan of his other film either. I hate the other film even more. This one okay. is about a 5 out of 10. The other one's a 3 out of 10. Oh, no. Um, yes. Oh, no. <laughs> Will, Will, do you want to do, do right, well, start on I guess, Hereditary? Well, I mean, I don't... To be honest, I don't actually have that much to say, to be perfectly honest. I say that, and I'll go for, like, five minutes. But um, <laughs> So, Tony Collette. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. Fucking insane. Um, now, that's out of the way. Um, performance I didn't like. Uh, what's his name? Alex Wolf. Yeah, the kid, yeah. the 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 son. The son. I thought he, he was, was a bit dodge. Yeah, I didn't really like. It. I mean, that that's really that, and maybe like, uh, I don't. I mean, to be fair, maybe that's my only my only gripe with this film. To be honest, is his because, like it's his cry at one point. Yeah. He cries oh, so weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm sure he's a just, fine actor. I, I don't know. I mean, it's like it's similar to Suspiria. This film, I watched it first time, didn't think it was all too much of anything. Um, but then watching it again, just realizing there's so much amazing setup in the story and all these characters that, well, the character that you get introduced to, the, um, I think the, the grieving, uh, was it Mother, who we get introduced to, yeah, who the, meets yeah, Tony Collette and yeah. introduced to the whole cult thing. Yeah. Um, 
the fact that that change of that character is still so fucked up to me. Yeah. And the whole thing, she oh no, she was friends with her mother. Fucking hell! But it's that it's that you see her when she yeah. when Tony Collette goes to that first ever counseling meeting. She's there at that meeting. <laughs> it's like it's like Jesus Christ, and all the people you see yeah. at the end were at the funeral, and they were oh. all smiling at the little girl because <laughs> they they're like, "Yep, you're a demon." Hey, yeah. <laughs> there's a demon stuck inside of you, oh. and like, um, yeah, I think I think the writing is absolutely sublime in this. Um, maybe is it a little long? Maybe sure, we'll go mm. with that. That if I had to pick a single gripe, it would be the length. Maybe it does feel a little too long and a little too slow. But what what you said about the end, David, like, yeah, the cinema, super dark. I didn't see her in the top corner until my fourth oh. time of watching it when I, when I watched it at home. I saw it, like, two or three times at the cinema. Then I saw it at home. And then I spotted her. And I was like, oh, shit, she was there every yeah. single time I've watched this. She was up there. Yeah, like, and I had that, no that idea. Alone, that's the most interesting thing this movie did for me. Yeah, like, that was terrifying. That was creepy. That like more of that, more hidden shit. This is why I kind of like the well. I this is why I loved um, what's it called? Bloody, oh, I can't think of the name. The Invisible Man. It had yeah. like hidden shit, but the Invisible Man it was fantastic. also it had a genuinely really good story. It had a genuinely amazing characters. For me, this wasn't amazing characters. It was a family going through a shit time made worse by a possible cult and it wasn't interesting to me. i just didn't I, I found it fine i imagine eventually one day i hope i actually do enjoy it because i know you want me to Zan, because i constantly tell you it's shit over and over it's a running joke on podcasts i hate this fucking but i i think it's just fine i actually hate midsummer okay we'll get to that a little bit we'll later. get to that in a bit yeah. um <laughs> I think we should maybe look at the other side of the coin. Um, Cabin in the Woods. This is on, I believe mm. it's on mine and David's lists. Yes. Is it? I'm uh, sure yes, it's it on is. Yours. It is. It's on both of our lists. Um, <laughs> this one. Today? <laughs> this one is. It's such a breath of fresh air. Like it's. It's so weird and wacky. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. yeah, we can still hear you. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> I, just la- last time there was a long pause, you guys were like, uh, Zanu, you still there? You didn't sound like it was the end of your set. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't. Um, yeah, the, so the cabin in the woods is such a breath of fresh air. It's so weird and unique. And it's, as, as a fan of, ho- like, when I first watched it, I wasn't the biggest horror fan. So watching it, I enjoyed it for what it was. Watching it now as a big horror fan and having seen all these classics that he's riffing off, this movie's hilarious. This movie yeah. works on so many mul- multiple different layers, and it's yeah, it's it's an absolute banger. Like there's no, there's not really much else to say about this. This is a crowd pleasing horror movie. Yeah, definitely. Will have you you've seen the Cabin in the Woods, right? So I I saw it today. Uh, <laughs> wow, for the um, first time. Wow. Yeah. Oh. Wow. Damn. Because I, well, you know, here's the thing. I went into it thinking it would just be uh, a horror film set in a cabin in the woods, and I was like, "Oh, this could be garbage." Um, yeah. Hey, no, I fucking, I love it, man. It's great. <laughs> yes, it's great, great film. We, we've um, got him on side. <laughs> it's such Woo-hoo! a good film. It, it's such a 
like a, such a beautiful critique of like just the horror genre. I mean, it's not it's not the fucking high art genius, but like it's no really just it's such a nice nod to fucking just like, I don't know what it is. It's, it's like I guess it's just letting it's giving us the, the fucking the fucking ex, I, I'm trying to keep, come up with the word here. It's letting us know that they know how fucking stupid horror is, like, or how yeah. stupid horror can be in such yeah. a like oversaturated genre. It's so nice to be given that from a film as well. Um, and instead of just over, like, instead of like some films where they, by doing that, they just actually, literally, just do what the bad horror films do. Um, this one yeah. does that, sure, but they fucking they litter it with all this super interesting like subplot art. It's really, really good. I really liked it. So and, uh, for me, um, when I first watched Cabin in the Woods, the very first time I tried to watch it, I hated it. I watched like 20 minutes of it and I was fucking bored. Like I was just like a stupid little kid who just wanted action, go, blah, blah, blah. And I was watching Cabin in the Woods. I was like, this is boring. I'm going to watch something else. So I watched Freddy vs. Jason. <clears throat> I was a very dumb child. Um, but... Then I heard people talking about it years later, like, this is a great horror movie. I was like, it isn't. It's shit, wasn't it? I was like, you know what? I'm going to go back and watch it. I watched it, and I fell in love with this film. It was phenomenal. It it was literally, like, the most bog-standard slasher ever with the world's biggest twist on slasher to the point where it's no longer a slasher. And yet it is still. That's what's so interesting to me. Like, this whole underground, like, company, in a sense. Like, this laboratory that's in every single country, in every single part of the world, like, that it's counting on them. But they're also placing bets as well. It's so <laughs> that, fucking... That, that betting board is absolutely rife with Easter eggs as well. If you, it pause, is. If you pause the movie and read through all of them, they are all hilarious. They are all fantastic. Like, honestly, like, The Cabin in the Woods is such a special horror movie in the sense of it's the horror movie that takes the piss out of horror the most. Yeah. It's the most self-aware horror film. Like, I'm trying to think of a film that does it's, that really it's well. It's better than any parody you can get. Yeah, like, Scary Movie, fuck off. Scream is fantastic. Yeah, this is scream. on the same kind of level as Scream when it comes to, like, parodying horror. But Scream does it in a way that it's still that horror film. It's still a slasher. It just parodies it. Yeah. kind of takes a bit of it. That'd like, be a, Scream that, walks through, the cabin in the woods could run. That'd be a great double bill. Um, scream it and would. the cabin in the like, woods. Scream, because they're so similar, yet the cabin in the woods is just... It takes that concept of parodying slasher whilst also being a slasher to seven like levels after. Yeah. To the point where it just it gets all of the thing, all the tropes, and contains it into this really weird world ending story. It's, yeah. It's insane. I love Captain in the Woods so it's much. Yeah. And even like, and I'm I guess... very glad you liked it because I know that hereditary is <laughs> not going through, and I yeah. know that I don't have to talk about that shit um, movie. Again. I mean, I mean, thing is, right? Thing is, um, yeah. So the, don't I mean, no, no, there's some great things. <laughs> I mean, okay, so great things about Kevin Woods. Uh, um, really great characters. Um, Marty yeah. is my favorite character of all time. Uh, yes, he is <laughs> yes. so fucking good. Like his line, oh, I wrote it down. It was so funny. Yeah, when he realizes he's on like a reality TV show, he's like, 
Oh, I'm on a reality TV show. Fuck, my parents are gonna think I'm such a burnout. Fuck <laughs> 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 it, I can't just stop laughing. Uh, but yeah, um, yeah, it's, a, it's the way he starts dancing for the cameras and he's like, You want me to do a little <laughs> pop and dance? He <laughs> sees the line delivery on that is absolutely perfect. Yeah. Um, by the way, this is where Xander realizes behind the scenes that Xander completely fucked up the tournament because actually, looking at the listings, Hereditary shouldn't even be here. Yeah. <laughs> the movie that should actually be here is Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Um, but it's oh, not... the Invasion of the Body Snatchers still would have it would. So it doesn't it matter. Really. It still would have lost. But um, yeah, apologies for me. That was a yeah. <laughs> I don't know how that happened, but I think one of my favorite lines in this movie though is, "Yeah, I uh, I had to dismember that guy with a trowel." <laughs> what have you been up to? <laughs> like it's just the most casual finger. Like uh, that is perfect dialogue to yeah. me because it once again it just parodies so much, and yet it's still making it as if it's like that's kind of how we as like you know, a generation would say that. Like, I, I mm. definitely say it like that because it's just one of those things where you're in shock. So you just like, <laughs> you don't care. You, you just say what you've done and then you try and change the subject because you don't want to like think about it. Um, I am going to have to push you guys towards a decision. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> um, so I've, I've made, you know my decision already. So that's one vote for uh, Hereditary, right, David? Uh, oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Fucking love yeah. Hereditary. It's fucking Cameron in the Woods, man. It's a great film. Well, I'm going to I'm going to make you go next. Um, Cameron in the Woods. Well, okay. Uh, it's The thing is, I, I want... <laughs> it, the issue is, because it's because I've seen Hereditary try twice and it came out. Uh, well, I've watched it um, longer ago, and Cabin in the Woods watched today. <laughs> so yeah, fair. Uh, it feels wrong to vote Cabin in the Woods, but um, but it's you know what, you know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna leave it up to you, Xander. I'm oh gonna fuck you, no! I'm, I'm hoping hereditary. <laughs> I oh, you, you can't pick. do this. No, yeah, don't make me talk about Hereditary. I can do this. I can do this. Because <laughs> Hereditary deserves love. It really does. It does. It really it does. It really fucking does. No, it doesn't. <laughs> David's genuinely heartbroken. Um, right, so it's 1-1. One, one. Well, this is going to be an easy win. Oh, I'm sorry. Hereditary is so well written. It is superb. It is like everything that's set up comes back in a way and everything is set up so well. Don't listen to David. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. But um, The Cabin in the Woods is just so much fun. And if I... I think we we mentioned this at the start. It's going to be like it's going to go down to what do I want to watch right now? I'd I'd stick I'd stick on the cabin in the woods five times before I watch Hereditary again, just because Hereditary it's so draining to watch that movie. It is so. I will admit, you have to be in a mood for Hereditary. It is emotionally scarring to watch Hereditary, especially if you come from like a a semi fucked up family. Um, it's like yeah it just messes with you a lot um i'm gonna i'm gonna give the dub to the cabin in the woods yay yeah i'm glad cabin I'm in the woods <laughs> you needed hereditary well, to get some love yeah you were you were going to go cabin in the woods but yeah. you feel like zender was also gonna go cabin in yeah the woods, so you felt like you kind of had to give 
Hereditary something. Mm. Um, Hereditary has had its head knocked off by a lamppost. True. Um, what a great scene. It's a fantastic scene. Just stop. The best there, scene yeah. in the movie. Okay. The next The only good scene up. in the movie. The oh. next matchup. We've got two more matchups here. Um, we've got the number seven seed, The Lighthouse. That's on Will's list. Versus the number 10 seed, The Evil Dead 2. And that is on David's list. Yep. Will, I'm going to let you go first on The Lighthouse. Okay, okay. So The Lighthouse. Um, uh, arguably, may, uh, I'd say probably my favorite film of that year. What was it, 2019? Or, yes, it 2019. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so The Lighthouse is uh, ingrained into my memory to the extent where, like, if I get scared by something, I will, fi- like... I will get flashes of that first, like, or the third shot of that film with just the the waves crashing against the fucking boat and the foghorn and shit. This film is so ingrained in my memory. It's it's true fucking horror for me. Um, the entire atmosphere of this film is otherworldly. It's nothing... I, I just haven't seen it in any other film ever. It's just so... It feels like it wasn't made on this planet. It's so fucking... And not in this time period or with any people who are currently living. It is so alien from any other horror film. I mean, I guess it is it is in a way it's a thriller as well, but maybe not a thriller, I don't know. But it, it's... Because, it, again, unconventional horror. It's so different and unique and so interesting. And it's a story that I want to just explore. I want to get in that world and figure out what's going on. And I want to talk to these people. And it is so engrossing. It's I've, I've seen it like five times and I just can't, every time I see it, there's something new to appreciate. And that's obviously what everyone loves about films when you rewatch them. Um, because there is just so much to appreciate. It, the performances are insane. The cinematography is insane. The sound design is insane. The set design is so perfectly claustrophobic, and it's it feels in it also feels so so like fake and oh, the whole world is so questionably fake as well. The entire story you don't know, you don't ever know what's real, what isn't. It's so perfect. Um, uh, yeah, that's all I got. I, I'd like to uh, present my review of The Lighthouse in a quote. You smell like piss. You smell like jism. Like rotten dick. Like curdled foreskin. Like hot onions fucked a farmyard shit house. And I'm sick of your smell. <laughs> Are um, you saying that this film's house? <laughs> that, is a, that is a quote from Robert Pattinson in The Lighthouse. Um, this, this movie's fantastic. It's, um, the, the, the main performances from Robert Battenbach and, uh, Willem Dafoe, Willem Dafoe, especially Willem Dafoe smashes it out of the park in this. And yeah, the, like Will said, this movie is just engrossing. Like it feels like it was made in another time period, like with, with the aspect ratio, with the black and white. And for me, it's the backgrounds. They look like. I like they look like either paintings or cheap green screen like in the in the background of any shot you see and it's yeah it's absolutely fantastic and when this movie decides to get a bit creepy and a bit scary 
it really switches it up. Like, the moment he wails on that bird is that's in that's the moment that's ingrained in my memory just the feeling of like he stands there and that foghorn rolls in it's like brrr, it's it's like shit he's just he's just fucked him he's done it Ali. he's done it um yeah the, the chemistry the two have is incredible and the way you notice Willem Dafoe later on completely try and manipulate Robert Pattinson. You sort of, in that moment, you get a sense of like, okay, these are the things we haven't been seeing while Robert Pattinson's been like, this is a horrible job. Like, I'm really struggling here. I'm really starting to go a bit crazy. That's why, because this guy's winding him up like this. Like, this guy's doing it to him. Um, Yeah, it's phenomenal. David, today was your first viewing, wasn't it? Yesterday. Yesterday, sorry. Today was my first viewing of um, Suspiria. Oh, Suspiria. Talk talk us through Uh, the lighthouse. So the lighthouse, uh, I pretty much have one thing to say. Uh, Well, I'm going to talk about it more, but the main thing I want to say is the man from Twilight really fucking killed that seagull. (laughs) Sick. Like, Jesus Christ, he beat the living shit out of that seagull. But, uh, like, so... I, before watching um, The Lighthouse, I had only heard about seagulls with it. That is it. That's the only thing I'd heard. I just heard seagulls. And when watching it, I was so confused. Like, at the end, though, it started to, like, to, throughout this movie, it started to feel kind of Lovecraftian. I don't know if it was because of the uh, the tentacles or the weirdness of it or, like, just everything about it. It just started feeling, like you said, otherworldly. And that's what Lovecraftian is to me. It's just otherworldly. It's strange, unique horror. And honestly, when I, like when I first finished it, I was like, that's just okay. It's just fine. I've had a day to think about it. This movie was fucking good. It was really, really Yay! cool. I, I want to watch it again because I think my viewing of it was kind of distorted because I had God knows how much shit going on, like whilst watching it. Like an hour, mm. it's an hour and forty nine minutes or forty one with the version I watched with uh, Sky. But um, I like it took me about three hours to finish the film just because of how much shit I had to do during it. But that didn't take away from the film itself for me. It was genuinely really cool. Lo- I loved seeing so much of just Willem Dafoe and just um, Robert Pattinson seeing these two just stranded in this lighthouse together and seeing Robin Pattinson slowly go more and more insane as well as Willem Dafoe, but Willem Dafoe kind of like trying to hide that he's going insane. It's a very strange movie, but it, it works so well in that sense with the weird, not necessarily cosmic, but otherworldly horror and how like sometimes gorgeous the shots are and also sometimes fucking disgusting they are when i watch this so film, weird when i watch this film i there's a part of me that forgets that i've that i'm not watching this film like it, like i've not part of me forgets a time when i wasn't watching this film that's what i mean like i just I feel like I've been there for so long watching it in a good way. Not saying that the movie is 
it does feel a little bit long, but in the sense that like it feels like you've been there six weeks with them. This movie really takes a toll on you again, like a few of these movies have, um, but in a in a fantastic way. Yeah, like I I think what you're trying to say is this movie is very um, immersive. Yeah. With a sense of you don't know how long they've been there. You honestly kind of forget how long you've been watching it for. Yeah. Because there's no sense of time during this film. There's no sense of direction this film as well. You have no idea what's going to happen. Um, you have no idea what they're going to start screaming about next. You have no idea what they're going to do next. Like I've... That, there's just that quick scene where they just say what to each other over and over again. <laughs> And that feels like it's an hour of them just saying what over and over again. And that's just delving more and more into their insanity. Um, they've just been here together alone. As as much as I'd like to continue talking about The Lighthouse, we do have to talk about Evil Dead 2. Um, I feel like a lot of what we want to say has been covered in Evil Dead 1, but is there anything else we want to say about it? Evil Dead 2 is... It does what Evil Dead 1 should have done. I. And I, I mean that in the sense of, like, granted, Evil Dead 2 literally has the first, like, the entire first movie yeah. in 20 minutes. Less. You were saying... Well, yeah. It's 10 minutes, yeah. David. It's, yeah. it's 10, 10 minutes less. And like, you were saying before that, like, this movie needs to be a lot shorter. It's like, is this good enough for you? Is this short enough? Because <laughs> I mean... this, like, this is, like... The reason they did that, obviously, I don't know if you know this, but like, obviously, it was to do with um, like licensing issues. They didn't have the license to their own movie, mm-hmm. so they had to remake the first movie in the second one. And when this film came out, just a bit of trivia for it, uh, everybody thought that Ash went back to the cabin. Like they mm-hmm. thought he survived and went back with a new group of friends, and uh... everybody thought he was just a fucking idiot. When in <laughs> fact, they didn't realize that it's technically a reboot. Yeah. And remake of the first one with a completely different ending, like going into something completely new. And it was, it's so good. It mixes like comedy and horror in such a way that I don't really see, you don't see get done too well. Um, The main thing for me is like, it. it's comedy is also kind of horror at the same time. It's a it's a weird thing to try and say, but the comedy in this feels in once again like insanity, and that's the theme that these two films really do well. Like, yeah, they both play off insanity really well. Ash's insanity of being alone, losing all of his friends, he's just killed his girlfriend, and cabin he's fever. stuck in his cabin, literally, literal yeah. cabin and, fever. Yeah, <laughs> like and he's also like he's delirious because he's just lost so much blood. And we get like the famous, you know, the the actual Ash we all know and love, um, with like the chainsaw arm. But fuck me, is Evil Dead Two is phenomenal. I love it so much. Will, what do you think it's of Evil great. Dead Two? So Evil Dead Two, yeah, it does exactly what I wanted Evil Dead One to do, which is, yeah. um, well, the fact that it had a higher budget meant it was more free to do these things. Um, and it was well, just not insane. So free. Well, yeah, it was just, it was just so fucking crazy. Like, it's because <laughs> Evil Dead 1, it still, it feels like I'm, what even though that was new at the time, 
like Evil Dead 2 feels new. Like now it feels like it's still doing stuff that no other horror does. Oh, especially the fucking ending. Like it's just so fucking crazy. Have you seen Army of Darkness? I haven't, no. Holy You need crap. to watch Army of Darkness. Yeah. It, yeah. It's it's the actual it's an actual sequel. First time for the Evil Dead series. A genuine sequel that carries on from, you know, the, wait, that's crazy. The wait, so they just they just expanded. They did a sequel. They that's they continued us. That's fucking mental, isn't it? <laughs> um, Army of Darkness, by the way, is is no. It's got horror elements in it. It's just an action adventure film. Yeah, it's, it's wild. great. It's so funny. Like, there's some fantastic moments in it, and Bruce Campbell is a babe in that. It's got one of my favorite lines of all time, just saying, this is my boomstick. Every time I get a double barrel shotgun in a game, I scream that <laughs> at the top of my lungs. Um, It's brilliant. Are either of you close to a decision? Uh, I mean, I know. Yeah, I know what I'd pick. Yeah. I'm just... Um, I'm going to let... Will go first. Okay, I'm picking the lighthouse. Because, the lighthouse. Because Evil Dead Two is fantastic, and I think I, uh, in fact, yeah, I've gave them, I've given them both five stars on that box. Um, <laughs> the lighthouse, though, is so like I've said before, it's so just ingrained into my fucking just how I how I perceive what horror could be. You know, like like what a film can be, what a film can do. It's it's probably what The Shining was to a lot of fucking people. Like. I don't know. It's yeah, the lighthouse. That, that's that's my pick. The lighthouse one. David. Xander. Where are you going? I'm gonna go Evil Dead Two. Evil Dead Two. I I I love it. I've got like, I, I it's not even like nostalgia. I only, not necessarily recently, but like past few years, I only watched Evil Dead Two. So yeah. it's not like based off of nostalgia. It's based off of just pure love for this movie and pure love for the like the franchise itself i love it so much fair enough um this is a really this was a surprisingly hard one for me um evil dead 2 i've always said is one of my favorite horror films and then i rewatched the evil dead films and the first one sort of took the cake um and since then, every time I think of it, I I think about it a little less. But then, every time I think about The Lighthouse, I think about it a little more. And like I watched it last night. Maybe it's the fact that I did watch it last night that's talking to me right now. But it's just, for every single reason... Um, Will has hit this completely on the head. Um, and it's it's an ethereal experience to see this film and to like get engrossed into it it's yeah i'm not gonna drag it out anymore i'm picking the lighthouse yeah fair enough i can always tell what you're gonna pick because you always talk about the film you're not gonna pick first true true you've done this with every single (laughs) ornament we do you always do that you've got to big up the other one you've got to big up the competition yeah exactly you've but at the same time it's not competition but we know what you're gonna (laughs) pick because we're talking about and there it and is. And the thing is, you're not going to try and not do that because you know that you you are just going to do that naturally because that's how you talk about these films. 
the That's your order. The storm has subsided and the lighthouse sails into the next round. Now, we have our final lighthouse matchup. Lighthouse is going sail. We have our final matchup of the round of 16. <laughs> it is the number 15 seed, Midsummer. That's on Will's list. Versus the number two seed, Halloween from 1978. That is on mine and David's list. Um, before any of this, I want to know, Will, you said you'd never seen Halloween before. Um, yeah, not until uh, roughly three hours ago. I want to know <laughs> what you think Jesus. about Halloween. So, well, because it's one of those films that you feel like you've seen already, despite having not seen it, because it's such... A I feel staple that. in pop culture. Yeah, I feel that. I feel um, that. And it, yeah, you feel like you never need to watch it. So when I did, you know, finally need to watch it for this, um, yeah, it, you can tell it's fucking iconic in like every aspect, you know, every sense of the word. Uh, the soundtrack is probably the biggest thing. Um, the way they handle the horror in this, yes. <laughs> Don't get copyright straight. <laughs> it's probably the most like heavily fucking copyrighted song of all time. Um, but it's it's so simple, but it's so perfect. It's a real it's a real classic fucking Carpenter song. Um, and yeah, and everything about this film, the the way they yeah they handle the horror and the way they handle um, uh, the boogeyman in this, um, as the <laughs> fucking little kid refers him to. Yeah, it's it's so perfect because it's so slow to start with. And you get really you really get you get engrossed in these like um, characters' drama as well with the whole thing. They have to go to like a prom or something. And like they have, they're like uh, telling each other's boyfriends and or like crushes that their friend likes them and stuff, and all this small drama that you get really invested in. And then they just start getting fucking killed, and you're <laughs> like, shit, I, I kind of like that character. Um, it's just so, it's such an innocent little, it's innocent little story that's sort of been corrupted by this horror element. Um, and it's, I really like it, yeah. Uh, maybe a few narrative uh, loose ends at the end that aren't really tied up very well, but um, for the most part, you know, it's a really good film. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, and then I think we're gonna hear the other end, David. Um, just just to mix things up a bit, David, do you want to lay out Midsummer for us? Oh God, I don't even. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna. Midsummer, I once again it has the same thing with this film is beautiful, it is absolutely stunning looking. But fuck me, I saw the cinema with a few mates, um, and there was literally one friend of ours that wanted to see this, and I told every like I told our entire group just like, trust me, I've seen Hereditary. I know you guys specifically won't like this. Maybe he will. You lot will not. I know you won't because I know what kind of films you enjoy. And I know I'm not going to like it either. So why don't we see a different film? I can't remember what film was out at the time. I don't know what. We're it was Child's Play. Okay, yeah, we were going to go and watch Child's Play. I would have preferred to watch Child's Play because Child's Play... Anyway, anyway. <laughs> you complete. You cut out on half of that. <laughs> Because you got you got so angry and so loud and so into that. that it was the, also because of my Wi Fi. The, the yeah. mic just couldn't take yeah. it. My one four nine nine zero seven one six. Oh, for God's sake! <laughs> oh, it's gone back now. <laughs> but 
Midsummer, when you boil it down to like the story, it's just the Wicker Man. It's literally just the Wicker Man, but that's good. I disagree. Okay, Mids- you can disagree when I've continued. When, oh, when, okay. Once I've finished. <laughs> I, I, okay, I okay, 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 okay. I have the talking pillows. He's mid-sentence on Midsummer. Go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm mid-summons. Um, but yeah, so we all went to go and see this film, and in the cinema, seeing this film is very strange because of one particular scene. You know what? If you've seen it, yeah. you know what? I'm... I-, I went to see it with Lydia. For some reason, David, I went to oh. see it with Lydia. Don't worry. Oh God! <laughs> so there's the scene where all the old pushing on the guy's ass whilst he's in this woman. Who, by the way, he's been drugged, so this is a date rape. Yeah. Uh, and seeing that in the cinema, everyone was pissing themselves laughing. Like we were all crying with laughter because we didn't know what? how else to react. Oh, yeah. We didn't. We didn't know like if it was supposed to be scary or te- or funny or sad. So we just started laughing. It's kind of like you know when you're doing the the minute silence and you just feel awkward. So <laughs> you you have that awkward giggle. Oh, I know that all too it, it well. Was, yeah, it, it was that. It, that's the feeling I had watching this scene. It's. Once I'm always gonna say these movies are phenomenally shot. The the cinematographer, I don't know who is a cinematographer, but whoever they are aren't getting paid enough because fuck me is this movie beautiful. But the acting, especially Will Poulter, he is the worst character in any movie ever in this because he's just so dumb. He's so annoying and I want to punch him every time I see him in this film. I just want to punch the eyebrows off his face. Um, the the cinematographer is Powell Pogorzelski. They need more money because they are incredible. I don't I don't like the movie. I don't like the story. I I'm not a fan of Ari Aster's you know, movies so far. He's got like seven other movies. And I don't plan on watching him at all. But fuck me. Whoever he gets to like I'm guessing the cinematography was the same for Hereditary as well. Yes. Yes. Yeah. They are clearly very good friends because fuck me, he's so good. And Ariaster is not good enough for this man. He needs to find a new I think, I think the sentiment you said about the minute silence and everything, I, I think it all comes down to the fact that the minute silence can be, I mean, it can be funny when you think about the silence, but if you actually think about like the fucking dead soldiers and you know, you can't find it funny if you actually think about the dead soldiers. Like, and the same with Midsummer. For me, for Midsummer, I can't find that scene i can't be awkward during that scene because i know i'm i'm because i'm only thinking about what the fuck is going on like i know how to react and i i feel like it's so it's so it's so visual and fucking it well, it's it literally fucking it's so visual <laughs> that it's it's just it's such a it doesn't hold back it just doesn't hold back is the thing and it's it's 
and I'm not. I, I think it's because I. I guess I'm not think. I, I guess because I didn't. I guess none of my friends were laughing. Sorry, I wasn't like. Like it's a. It's a. It's a thing where if you don't, if you don't, if you think about the the context of it within the film, maybe yeah, I can see it being kind of awkward and yeah. But I guess when you're actually looking at it, when I, I guess because I'm so engrossed, I, I I forget that this film is not a documentary. Like I time some like is, fuck. that is exactly my <laughs> point on this movie. This movie doesn't feel like a horror movie. This feels like a documentary because yeah. you are so engrossed in this town and this culture that like. It almost disguises itself as that because the, they're going there to to write a paper on it, so they're finding out so much information, and you're finding out so much information. I want to go and visit this place. It sounds, I mean, horrible, but like <laughs> it just it just looks so interesting, mm. so interesting that I just can't help but have my eyes glued to the screen. And then it's not even a horror movie per se; it's a breakup movie. Like these two people are just so desperately unhappy together, that, and they just want to break up, but neither of them have the balls to do it. So what do they do? They, she, drugs him and burns him. Yeah. See, that's another thing I wasn't a fan. Like this movie kind of has a very similar military, where it's like, granted, with this, it's completely set out the entire time. You know that she's going to. But once again, she just suddenly becomes the queen of this random, and everybody else is dead. But, I think she, she finally gets recognition that she fucking feels like she deserves because the whole film, yeah, she's I, always I completely the thorn in their but side. And, there's also the yeah. fact that like I wasn't, I didn't really care about the side plot of her, um, her family after like ten minutes. What? Like, you know, like... you, that can't be. You can't use that as an excuse. You can't just say, "Oh yeah, her family." Died. I don't really care. Like that that cannot be an excuse not to like yeah, no, this but like, movie. So, you can't use no, that. No, that's not an excuse. Like that's just another thing that I didn't like about this movie. But why not? Like, why did kind of why, why didn't you like because that? I didn't that's ha- such I a didn't horrifying ca- like, I scene. Didn't have, I didn't have any attachment to the character. So why would I be bothered about these people dying if I, I don't be, have attachment? You don't have attachment to you, you don't have attachment to Laurie Strode at the start of this movie, and yet when she when she's getting attached, you're like, oh shit. She's getting attacked. The, uh, yeah, attacked. but at the same time, we've seen you don't get this you know in the Evil Dead. You don't have minutes. you have literally no attachment to Ash until the final five minutes, and yet you're yeah, rooting exactly. for him we've throughout the whole through, movie. We've been through an entire movie with this character, though. But in the opening five we, minutes, when they're going to this cabin, you're not like, and even in Alien, when John Hurt gets that alien thing on him so early on, you're not like, oh, I don't really care. It's just John Hurt. You're like, oh shit, like what's going on? You're interested. This. This is a horrifying open. This is one of the best opening scenes in a horror yeah. in one of these horror films. It's so tense and like it's a good it's, opening scene. It's, it's just I didn't like. I, I just didn't care about it. For and then you've story. got and then you've got to it sit didn't with seem this girl. Like it was very useful. You've then got to sit with it this just girl for an entire reason for another two and a half hours while she, and you know that all she's thinking about every single moment is the fact that her sister killed herself yeah. and in the process murdered her parents. Like that is an unbearable amount of grief to feel. Yeah, I I feel like once again I feel like I do need. Just I've refused to watch this film because of how much I hate time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I really did not like this movie. I I think this is one of those films where it's just people. I've always felt like people kind of like it because it's 
house and they kind of feel like they have to like our house and i'm just i've never thought i was an our house guy but then i watched like suspiria i did i did enjoy and lighthouse i really enjoyed i realized it's i don't like our i specifically just don't like hereditary i don't <laughs> hereditary i think is a fine film i just really hate midsummer i didn't care about the characters until like near the end i didn't care about pretty much anything until like near the end because i was happy the film was ending hmm. i i just didn't enjoy the movie i thought it was just a like weird and stupid and overly long retelling of the wicker man whereas the wicker man has intrigue it it it's, spoon it's, it literally drip feeds you little bits it's only, and this movie does that but not nearly as well it only feels like the wicker man because it's people going to or yes someone going to a different place where their culture is very different and it's and while they're there there's a ritual going on that is the that is the only thing that's the same exactly it's like it's like the movie on netflix the ritual the uh the one with dan stevens that's didn't watch it yes you did i didn't I didn't watch the ritual. Oh, not the ritual. Whatever it's called, the one with Dan Stevens. I don't know what the one is. Apostle. Apostle. Oh, apostle. Yeah. yeah. No, I I agree. Apostle is very similar. Yeah, it's to the, the Wicker Wick, It's kind of like the Wicker Man, but like yeah, exactly. in, in the same sense. I enjoyed Apostle. In the same sense, you can't use that excuse then. Is like it's the same as the Wicker Man for a move for the for the. You can't yeah, use that same Wicker reason man, but not for as like. Good. For like, oh yeah, I like that film. Oh yeah, I don't like that film because it's the same as the Wicker Man. You can't like that's that makes no sense to me. I'm just saying it was like the Wicker Man, just not good, not done as well. But when I didn't say I didn't like it because it's like it's just oh, the Wicker Man. I feel like we're going around in circles. Um, <laughs> I'm so sorry, Will. We, me and David, should have had this <laughs> argument a long time ago. No, this is good. We do have this argument all the time. It's such a this good is a movie. this is a constant thing. I mean, I don't know why we're having this big argument. It's not like I'm trying to defend Midsummer. I'm still voting for Halloween, and I know you're still voting for Halloween, so none of this yeah. means anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, uh, I'm done with that, I guess. Yeah, um, Halloween's pretty great, though. Like, Michael yeah. Myers is an iconic horror villain for a reason, and this movie is, well, obviously the, the main reason, because it's the first one. But like, it's just the breathe, the constant breathing you hear when he's yeah when he's on screen that freaks me out a lot. And yeah, it's the it's the fact that you he just appears in like the corner of the screen in scenes that he's not even really a part of. Um, I think the, also with um, Halloween, the music sells it as well. Hundred percent. Like whenever he's on screen, and even when he's music playing, so you're constantly thinking, wait. He's actually here because whenever yeah. he's in a, in the area, music is playing. But sometimes yeah. you can hear when he's not there, and it's yeah, just like, wait, good. why? Why is the music playing? I can't see Michael. My is he like hiding somewhere? And you, you're scanning for. It's like a signal that somebody's in danger. So he's he's watching something. Um, I I've been setting little timers to keep us on track. The timer just went um, for this little section. Um. I mean, I'll ask you guys where yeah. you're voting, but I- I'm voting Halloween. <laughs> mm. I'm voting Halloween. And I'm going to give Midsummer a little nod. Because... A little nod. 
Never I'm sorry, we, we kind of took over that conversation that Will, apologies. Um, Poor well, Poor get very heated about no, no, it's, it's from content, from content. <laughs> we do, we promise we're friends. Um, oh yeah, no, it's good. Yeah. Well, based off that time you screamed at me. Oh, stop it, man, let it go, right? <laughs> um, Midsummer has been stuffed in a bear costume and set on fire. It's not going to be in the next round. Um, the next matchup, here we go, we, we're past the, we're oh, through, quickly, through the yeah. first round. <laughs> Quickly, can I just say, um, Will, if you actually really enjoyed Halloween, I am going to recommend two films. One, right. Halloween 2018, because it's a direct sequel to Halloween four years later. <laughs> and two, the Rob Zombie remake, because it's fucking horrendous. Everything you okay. like by Michael Myers is ruined in this movie. All right, okay. <laughs> it's, um, it's awful. Watch it. I, um, my, I guess, sorry, I was going to say, I wonder if Halloween, would it be as iconic without the subsequent films uh yeah because the subsequent films sucked yeah but would it did it get the name out there that's i guess it i don't know it... halloween it's the first film was very popular anyway it it, it did very mm. well and that's why it got so many sequels i see so i think that's why it's iconic it's like like the first movie is so iconic because that first movie is so and it stands out among a lot of shit horror especially yeah. at the time because like horror and slasher was like rising so damn much and so many people were trying to do it and there was so much bad ones like good horror stands out incredibly amongst all the other because there's a lot of bad horror but horror is one of those genres that has some of the worst films ever yeah but my god when you find a good one you find an amazing one. I think that's why we focus on like some subtle ones, like Halloween. Halloween is an instant; it's in like top one hundreds here and there and everywhere. Even though it's a, a, just a standard horror, but because it's horror, it's hard to do right. It's hard to scare people effectively. What? Who took a break? Not us. We're into the quarterfinals now, boys. We've got eight movies left, and they're actually the one through eight seeds so there you go we got rid of the uh the lower level ones we i'll go through what we got rid of we got rid of 28 days later us suspiria annihilation we got rid of hush hereditary oh. yay evil dead 2 and midsummer yay <laughs> uh pour one out you'll all be missed no they were not all of them <laughs> god damn it david um the first quarterfinal matchup is the number one seed, Alien, versus the number eight seed, The Thing. This is actually me and Al- <laughs> me- this is actually me and Will versus David again. Probably, yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Um, no. This is hard. It is very hard. This is actually a difficult one because I I love both of these movies. Um, Obviously, I love The Thing a little bit more. Yeah. To to make things easy for you guys. I'm going to be voting Alien. Because I already said yeah. that I love Alien and I'm not entirely there yet with the thing. Yeah. So if that helps your, your decision, guys. <laughs> I'm going to... Because this is this is really between you guys. Because, Will, you've only just seen the thing for the first time. Yeah. And, David, the thing is on your list, whereas Alien isn't. So you guys yeah. talk See, out, what's talk more out your is I'm having a quick look on Amazon as well. Like, I always on amazon even with just to like help my thoughts and just like mm. pass the time and the thing double pack including original has come up 
recommended, and I'm just like, fucking hell, I love the thing. Yeah. It's a sign. Like, I love that movie. <laughs> it is a sign. I've got to vote the thing. Yeah. Like, I'm going to vote the thing, but okay. I'm just going to say why, because fuck me. Like, John Carpenter is the master. He's so fucking good at it. Like, Halloween is a classic for So is the thing. I love it so much. I always, I've always wanted to play the game on 360 as well. The thing, because apparently that's really good, and oh, I just love it. Like Xander, like we, we were talking to you before. Like we were saying before, like basically Among Us is just the thing, the game, and I felt like that may have put you in more of a thing of maybe I should go with the thing because you fucking love among us you i really do like among us it. i really do like you it. never stop asking me to play it it's because it's really fun yeah I like, exactly i just and like what I just, this is it's i just like mystery. lying to you <laughs> yeah. so do, so does kurt russell <laughs> but yeah i'm i'm going to think i think it's a beautiful movie it is incredible terrifying and genuinely one of the top like Carpenter movies out there. Well, yeah, this is um, a hard one. So for me, Alien, the terror from Alien. That's not my vote yet. So the terror from Alien um, is from the unknown, and I think they handle that so fucking well. Like how they handle their budget to just only show the alien when they needed to, like the xenomorph yeah. or whatever. Like it's so incredible how they set up that tension. Um, and I guess the thing, the real terror for me comes from, uh, the incredible practical effects. So, it's like sustained, I guess the thing is just sustained terrifying fucking images, just like, as often as they can, which is still insane, and then the aliens, oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> You're selling just, yourself on, like the thing guy he, he's what he's doing is he's yeah he's, he's trying to he's trying to convince himself to pick the thing i try yeah i am um, <laughs> don't feel guilty bro pick because whatever i've you... loved because i've loved the alien uh, the alien i've loved alien for so long um because it's just so like you said xander before it's such a perfect film there's no i don't think there's a misstep really like the thing as well even i i and and the thing with the thing, oh, the, I I that was actually unintentional. The, <laughs> the thing, um, the beginning of the thing, uh, with the the Polish guy runs out of the helicopter trying to warn them about the dog is so incredible. Thinking about it, just like after the events of the entire film, you're like, fuck, you know, the, if they did just you know listen to him or whatever, it's, uh, it's a cut them, man. I. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm... Fuck yeah. it. I'm going to make a decision in the next 30 seconds. Um... Do you want to just spin a wheel? I kind of want to. <laughs> Is but that going to be easier for you? I'd feel bad if either this, of them got picked on that wheel. This podcast will not result in flipping <laughs> coins and spinning wheels to decide things anymore. <laughs> we refuse after the greatest of all time tournament. Yeah. We refuse. Oh God, that was um, a fucking that was a That was a shit show. I cannot believe La La Land did not go through. Haha, <laughs> uh-huh, fuck you. And fuck La La Land now. No, it's a good movie. I mean, I would, I, I would fuck it. It's great. I mean, I feel like you have. You've probably put your dick through the disc. 
I, I, think, I, th- I, think, I think Will was going to say something. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you've appreciated the cheeky Hey Sanders dad there as well. Yes, yes, I did. Thank you. Yeah. Alien, the set design, the set design on the um, <laughs> on the planet. Fuck me, man. Yeah. So good. Yeah. So so alien, you know. It's it's just so good, and it's man, so. It's almost like it's in space. It's so unique. It's just so. In it just raises so many questions, and and they they don't answer them, which makes it so so good. And the thing, it, the same thing. Oh, fuck. <laughs> what? Oh, if, I don't know. If, I, if you, oh what's the thing with the thing? If you the had is, to watch one of them right now, um, what are you putting? Oh, oh, I, I don't know, man. Oh no, he's gonna pull one simultaneously. <laughs> I literally can't. I literally cannot decide. I quite literally cannot decide because it's just they're so they're basically the same fucking film with the but but just with different. Aspects of good. <laughs> and my brain is melting. Oh my um, god! I've never, I've never heard you sweat so much. <laughs> and yes, I said that right. Heard him sweat. Um, um you can um, hear the droplets. I'm trying to just recall the entire film in my head. I'm doing this faster. Like, You're literally doing gonna go for the same time. He's doing a watch <laughs> yeah. right now. Like, yeah, um, times twenty speed. You're gonna have to cut like out this entire thing. I just. Oh. Okay. Right. Um, I think. No, I don't. Fucking hell. It's <laughs> too much responsibility, man. No. Um, um well. <laughs> fuck. This is going to get old fast, and I can't even. Okay. You know what? I'm just going to. I'm just gonna pick because for me, they're fifty-fifty, and I mean, I'm gonna. What I'm gonna pick is I'm gonna pick the one that will make the people who voted for that one happier than the other, the other one that someone voted for. So I'm gonna say the thing. Um, <gasps> yeah. Wow. So because so, I feel like David's happier me saying that than Xander would be if I said Alien. Um, and <laughs> and the thing is, I. I think I do prefer it as well. It's because wow, it's just the thing does have more to show. <laughs> Look at that smug <laughs> D- D- David's bobbing about now. We, I can't believe yeah. you just giving him a second dub after he just yeah. knocked out Hereditary and Midsummer. I, I can't believe you it's, did that. <laughs> this isn't a, uh, yeah, I, oh, it's, I, I want it's because anything. If I say Alien, I, I'll want to die because of the thing. And if I say the thing, I want to die because you know. So. <laughs> I'm it's already okay. regretting it now. I'm actually already regretting it, but I know I, I would you. other way around. The other way around, yep. Yeah, I knew I'd regret it the other way then? around as well. So, <laughs> fuck it. You know, yeah. Just say the thing. You know. The thing, the thing Yay. has gone through, and alien has been sucked out into space. We move on to well, the next yes. quarter final. It is the number five seed, the Evil Dead, versus the number four seed, The Shining. I know what I'm picking. Yeah, same. I, th- I think I know what I'm picking. This one's going to be a really easy one, isn't it? Right, everyone oh. say it at once. Three. What? I'm going to have... Oh, God. Everyone say it at the same time. Three, two, one. The Shining. Mom and Dad. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... The Shining. 
I'm okay, going to shine. Every okay, single one of us said the shining. Um, I will. Uh, I'm just going to say I do love the Evil Dead. It's a fantastic movie, but the Shining is just so special. Yeah, it's so good. I can't get enough of it. I, like granted, right now, if I was to watch either of them, I would watch Evil Dead over The Shining right now, just because it's an easier film to watch. But the more enjoyable film, the more enjoyable experience is, you know, The Shining. Shining. So. Shining wings. Will any any final thoughts on that one? Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> to be honest, I still don't have that connection with Evil Dead that you two do. So yeah, um, fair, fair I enough. I guess that's what it really comes down to. Yeah, um, nah, and the, the Shining is fucking insane. The Shining is is absolutely phenomenal, and um, the things that freak me out about the Evil Dead it being so such a novice production is also the things that creep me out about The Shining is that everything is laid out so perfectly and the shots are so crisp and well, well ornamented. Is that the right word? <laughs> well, I guess so. I guess blocked. I don't know. Yeah. I guess yeah. Just every, but, yeah. Yeah. Everything yeah. just, yeah. It just, and it the, just fits uh, well together. Everything. The, my, my favorite part of The Shining is um, when <sighs> Danny is going down the hallways on his little tricycle and like he goes on the carpet and it's like a nice carpet, you know, like rolling wheel yeah. sound. Then he goes up to the floorboards and it's like really loud, like floorboard. It's just so good. It's Great like a beat, sound it's design. like a rhythm. Yeah. yeah, it's so fantastic. And it's at every single corner he goes around, you're like, hit, something's going to happen oh, here. Yeah. No, something's going to happen here. And then when it does, you're <laughs> like, oh no. <laughs> God. Those twins can fuck off. Um, so yeah, uh, quickly. Uh, I don't know what the fuck just happened. For some reason, there's a load of cars going outside, and my electric went. A second, I was terrified just then. That's crazy. Because we're talking shit. about because we're talking about horror films that you just got in pitch black. Yeah, like honestly, my light went off and flickered for a second, and I'm now thinking that something's gonna come out my window. <laughs> Holy fuck. Wait, it, 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 you said your electric's off. Are you all right? Like, Wi-Fi wise? Yeah, no, the, the, it just went off for a millisecond. Literally. Oh, crazy. Like, my, my light just flashed on and off, like, off and on immediately. That is really... My Wi-Fi didn't turn off. That's, that's, the, my, that's the deadites coming to get you for not voting. That is literally the deadites. And now <laughs> I feel like I need to revert my choice just in case. <laughs> just, um, just to appease them. <laughs> the Shining goes through the Evil Dead. Um, it's been hacked up by a chainsaw. Mm. There you go. Um, we move on. Evil to... Dead lost an arm and a leg this time. <laughs> the next matchup in this quarterfinal is the number three seed, Get Out, versus the number six seed, The Cabin in the Woods. <sighs> Two modern ones. Hold on again. 2010s. Huh. <laughs> this this is harder than it initially looks, but I still know my decision. Um, I know mine as well. Yeah, I'm. I feel like it's gonna be very different. I feel like I need someone to talk about them. Yeah, D um, David, I'll let you go first. Okay, so I didn't really talk about Gao much, but Gao is fantastic. Horror. It's really, really good. It it deals with like, a, like obviously racism so well. It also deals with like this weird town kind of thing. It's got the same. It does like a cult kind of thing way better. It's than like the Wicker Man. 
acceptance. Um, but yeah, like this film is fantastic. I can only give it praise. But Cabin in the Woods is just is so unique. Like I feel like Gao could be done again, but and it could be done better, probably. But I don't think there's any need for Cabin in the Woods to ever be done again or a sequel. That because Cabin in the Woods is so unique that if you tried to do it again, it would it would just ruin the idea of it alone. And I think that's why I prefer it as a film. I think it's just so much more unique and so much interesting in the sense of it's parodying horror films. Like it's not like Get Out has a message, and that's what makes it not as rewatchable for me. Like I think the more fun one to watch is definitely Cabin in the Woods, and so that that's why I'm going to go with it. I know I said obviously like the more fun one to watch would be um like Evil Dead versus Shining, but it's okay. I'm, it's okay. I'm going against that logic with this because I think you wanted to vote. Uh, yeah, you, you wanted to vote Cabin in the Woods, and because you're a massive yeah, exactly. racist, yeah, I get it, I get it, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, okay. clearly, clearly. <laughs> surprised that long. Lincoln Poop. Yeah, um, see, yeah. said the M word. Oh, for oh. fuck's sake! <laughs> you have to believe that, man. That's a yellow card. Yellow card. You have to believe people. that. Yellow card. Yellow card for yeah. Lincoln Poop. Another, another. You said it again. Another, another yellow card. Another one. Please, and you get sin binned. Please right. don't actually bleep this because people will think I'm actually <laughs> saying the N word. Wait, what? What did you say, David? I said, "Oh my god! I can't believe he just said." Oh my, David, oh, David, like stop saying that. Somehow, oh. like somehow deep fake me actually saying it for this episode alone. You do realize you just said that live, like. We're <laughs> <laughs> David. This is this is live. Fuck it. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. We're, yeah. We're, um, we're we're live right now. We're on air. I don't believe. I don't you. believe you. <laughs> um. <laughs> Get Out's the one I'm picking, by the way. Uh, Get Out is fucking phenomenal. Uh, Cabin in the Woods. I I know Get Out's going to be going through. I just wanted to give uh, Cabin in the Woods some love as well. Cabin in the Woods is weaponized fun. Like, it's the most fun movie on this list, but Get Out is just... What we said about Hereditary being so well-written, Get Out is... What you said about Hereditary. What me and Will said about Hereditary. Um, (laughs) Get Out is... We'll say that. Oh, shrug. I totally agree with uh, Yay. having excellent writing. Damn it. Um, um, yeah, Get Out is just, it's so, every, every single thing means something. Like, and I've, I've said that a couple of times, but like, every single line of dialogue early on in the first half of the movie has a second meaning when you watch it again. So like, hmm. he, he walks into the kitchen and says, yeah, my mother loved cooking, so we always keep a part of her in the kitchen. And then, um, the woman, the maid's there, and she's got her the mum's brain in her. So she got a piece of her in the kitchen, literally. And like the yeah. the 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 uh, the groundskeeper, he runs about because he's he's he got beat by Jesse Owens <laughs> in the Olympics, and like every single thing is just and like when when they're talking about the deer, he's like, oh yeah, there's too many of them. We want them off the road. It's like he's talking like he's at a, a KKK rally. And he's talking about yeah. deer. Yeah. And, oh, David just sent me a text saying, did it again. Are you okay? Oh, I think David's electric's gone. No, no. Oh, God. Damn. 
Should we wait? Yeah, we'll wait for it to come back. We'll wait for it to come back. Yeah, I've got a thing. I just remembered my first viewing of Get Out. Got oh, I remember one of my first viewings of Get Out as well. Fuck me. I was I went to the cinema. It was like 10 a.m. on a uh, on a weekday. It was it was my second time going seeing it, and the cinema was completely empty. And you know what? You know what? Odeon when the uh, when the guys coming on saying right, okay, the trailer's starting. Mm. He says like, okay, now uh, switch off your phones, finish your conversations. Yeah, that does mean you two in the middle row. Yeah, okay, I see you. <laughs> and I was sat there on my own. And he said it. I was like, what the fuck? Where, where, where's this other guy? <laughs> Not having any conversations. Yeah. Shat yeah. myself. It's fucking terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, oh god that I actually left the cinema at a point in the trailers because the trailer for Annabelle Creation came on oh, and it was yeah. like this the trailer was literally just this little girl contorting herself and all you could hear was like bones cracking and I was just like yeah now I'm done I, I left the cinema and waited till the trailers finished and, th- and then walked back in afterwards <laughs> I just shat myself I was like yeah now I'm done <laughs> but yeah Get Out is is phenomenal uh Will, is there anything you want to say? Yeah, I just want to quickly mention, because the first time I watched this film, right, I was like, I mean, I didn't watch it in cinema. I I watched it, like, a few months afterwards when it was uh, on Netflix, I think. I don't know where it was, but anyways. um, So I watched it alone. uh, And um, the first thing, first thing, the, the performances are so... I mean, I guess the characters themselves, the way the characters are written are so fantastic that... Um, oh, the girlfriend character, uh, Alison Williams. Yes, yes. Uh, so well, Alison Williams. Um, the way that she plays that character is so, it's so genuine, so kind. I, I start, like I really liked that character. I was on her side, you know. I was like because I was in this story with her and um, uh, main character. Sorry, I can't remember his name. Daniel Kaluuya. <laughs> yeah. Um. So Dan. <laughs> So I was with um uh, yes yeah, so I was with them through the story they were the they were the straight well, the straight man of the story the, the the two characters so when they were going down the stairs and they were about to leave the house and she was looking for her keys and then she suddenly just stopped looking for her keys and and they all look at him I was like holy fuck is she also a fucking like psychopath because <laughs> I had because it's like when a main character of a film of like a main a the good guy of the film just completely switches and it took me through such a fucking bizarre loop i was like i felt so betrayed i was <laughs> like what the fuck and it was so terrifying i was like oh my god don't do this to me please this is because like there was a bit of a setup with the, the fact that she dated a lot of other black dudes um yeah but then i was like well you know maybe I just brush it off whatever she just likes black dudes and then oh my god that it was just it's it's such terrible. it's so well laid out yeah. that twist and because you, you like as well what I, what I was saying about it everything meaning something else later on everything has two meanings when they get pulled over by the police officer at the start and sh- and he's like oh I need to see your license your ID and he's like oh yeah okay and she's like no he didn't do anything wrong you don't need to see his ID and that's <laughs> at, at the moment you're like oh yeah. shit yeah she's standing up to that racist cop for trying to yeah. charge him for nothing yeah, yeah. Oh. but then but then when you look back it's like she just didn't want a paper trail she didn't want anyone yeah. to know he was there oh. it's like fuck that's so, so messed up it's so yeah. messed up um yeah. yeah get out is every time i watch it it's still mm. it still hits me and i'm like yes this is phenomenal and it's yeah. it's so funny 
<laughs> it's so funny. Lil Ray, Lil Rel Howry, he's absolutely incredible in this. He's hilarious. Um, I've yeah. never felt like more of a sense of relief than I did after watching uh, Get Out. Like when he actually just <laughs> gets out. When he gets uh, out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just, I was just like, holy fuck. When I, when the, you know, his friend appears, oh, it's so, felt so complete, so nice. I felt yeah. so, oh, I felt so warm. Anyways, um, yeah, so uh, I'm going to vote Get Out for this one. Get Out. Mm. David, are you there? Yeah, I'm still here, surprisingly. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah, you just hadn't said anything in a while. I'm honestly just expecting it to happen again. Oh, mm. fair, fair. Um, uh, what's uh, like? Um, what were the choices again? I forgot. Get, get Out and Cabin in the Woods. You already said Cabin I'm in the Woods. I'm going Cabin in the Woods, yeah. Well, we've gone Get Out, and uh, Get Out's going through. Cabin yeah, in the Woods cool. is being uh, crushed by the demons, gods, the yeah, the, the ancient gods, the ancients. The ancient um, there we go. Got one Eight more quarterfinal left, and it is number seven seed, the Lighthouse, versus the number two seed, Halloween. I mean, I know, <laughs> I know what I pick. Yeah. And I know my pick, but my fear is that it's uh my yeah my fear is that it may disappear this round. Um, Honestly, I think go you got a good fighting chance. So someone I do sort of someone start while I think someone explain okay. your your, um, your reasoning. So I'm going Lighthouse because again it is it's more than a film for me. It's more it it's stupid as that sounds. It it is like every time I watch it, I've it just I'm in that world and I I'm not thinking about whether um you know, the performances are amazing or whether the story is amazing. It all comes after and I'm like, holy fuck, I just watched a film. Like, <laughs> like they managed to put all that in a film and it's just, I, it, it's, it just shows what film can be if you really fucking try. Um, <laughs> and Halloween is also great, but Halloween for me, it's, I guess it's because there's there's not that sense of like, I don't, even though it's more of a horror film than The Lighthouse, I don't feel that sort of sense of dread with Halloween. I, I it doesn't scare it's, me. Um, it's a little too simple. Yes, like it's, it's um, just a guy with a knife chasing teenagers. Yeah, like you can't get a more simple setup than that. Um, and despite there being great characters and really, really quite funny writing as well at points, um, between these characters, they're like they're really fun characters. I love them. Uh. But it's just, I don't know. I think it's, yeah, like you said, simple. I compared to Lighthouse, I think Lighthouse does so much more. Um, Fair yeah. enough. I can't really argue with that. Um, David, why Halloween? I fucking love Halloween. It's my favorite horror film of all time. It's iconic. It has it just hits all the right notes that horror is supposed to hit. And for me, suspenseful horror is always way better than Angel Scary. I know, obviously, Lighthouse definitely is not scary horror. It's also kind of suspenseful horror, but that's otherworldly. It's different. It's new and unique. Whereas, like, Halloween is a classic for a reason. And yeah. it's the pinnacle, like, slasher horror film for me. And for a lot of people, it's just... It's so fucking good. I love Halloween so much. I know it's not everybody's favorite. I know some people 
I know there's definitely some people out there that fucking hate Halloween because of how simple it is. But honestly, like a lot of horror films, you kind of have to look into and not even like into the making. Like you have to just read in between the lines and it like the script of um of Halloween. They never refer to Michael Myers as Michael Myers. They refer to him as the shape or the shape. The shape. And that's <laughs> fuck like because that's what he's called. That's like what that's how it, that's how it's credited. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the shape. The yep. shape. Yeah, he, he's never days. referred to as a human. I know he's like it's yeah. funny thinking about that, but not referring to him as a human just dehumanizes mm. him and makes him into kind of monster. And that's terrifying in its own right. Yeah, it's written so perfectly and so meticulously to the point where they didn't even refer to their main killer as a human being because he did these horrible things and there was no rhyme or reason for it. I and think I'm that's ready. Why I, love it. I think I'm ready. Halloween is there it is. Iconic. It's got one of the best horror movie villains out there um it's so suspenseful all the way through the breathing that you you just see him breathing and you see him hiding behind fences and stuff like that um it's he's just everywhere all and it's and it creeps me out like i worry sometimes when i'm walking home like am i being followed by a michael myers that kind of (laughs) thing it's just i know i'm not a young teenage girl babysitter you but be. you know well i got you the, to be. i got the tits for it um okay. but the lighthouse is as will's been saying like otherworldly like it just doesn't there's nothing that feels real about it like it's just it really rips you out of your own even like I'm sat at home watching it, but I'm not. I'm in this cabin with these two sailors, and I can, I can, I can almost smell what they're smelling and feel how they're feeling because I'm spent this much this much time with them. But I'm going Halloween. See, I the double I, bluff, I said, the double bluff, I, baby. When I said, "Here it is," I immediately thought yeah. to myself, "Like, what if Xander's pulling a?" Sneak? Yeah, I thought he'd do a single, like a like a like a single non, like no bluff. It would just be like nothing for the lighthouse, but no, it was a double bluff. So it did, yep. did end up with how? Yeah, that is um. Yeah, man, the lighthouse. I can see it climbing up my list. I can see mm. it happening. I can see it taking this spot. But right now. Halloween, man. It's got to be done. It's got to be done. Go for it. That's fine. We have our semi-finalists. So we've just got rid of Alien, the number one seed Alien, um, The Evil Dead, The Cabin in the Woods, and The Lighthouse. We have our final four. Are you guys ready to do this? Let's go. Go Okay, so we'll do the two semi-finals, then we'll do a third and fourth fourth place matchup, and then we've got the final. The first semi-final is the number eight seed, The Thing, 
versus the number four seed, The Shining. Now, that is a very hard one for me. Fuck. Can you two talk about this for a bit? Because I, uh, I'm, the Shining, I need to do some thinking. The Shining needs to exist in horror. It just needs to... It, you, I can't think of... Well, I can't think of film, even, without The Shining. The Shining is, for me at least, just... <laughs> it's like... It's like the most important film. I don't know. It's it's just it's the most it is the the shining is the fucking it's it's just I, I don't know. It's always gonna be there. It's always gonna be there. Um The thing is like a nice um better side story. It's like I don't know. I don't know how to explain it what I mean, but it's like cause the shining is so it's such a staple, really. And it's... There's just so much... So much in The Shining. And it is just... The film to recommend if you want to watch, like, a... Like, a, a, a fucking... A really interesting horror. It's just the film. Um, and with The Thing, it's like... At times, when I think about The Thing, it... It is a great film, but the biggest thing with with the thing is that it is the is the practical effects, and that sort of uh, kind of like overshadows the rest of the film. And in a way, it's sort of all I think about. With The Shining, it feels I think I've made this kind of reference before, but it feels real. It it because it it feels like this did happen in this fucking snowy, uh, mountainy region. It, if it feels like it's always been there the film has never not existed um yeah i can't imagine a time without the shining uh and the thing is amazing in its own right but i guess the shining i, well, I guess the thing distracts me from it being a sort of a thing that could have happened in the real world like the shining is there's no element of the shining that truly is outstanding of the rest because all of it is outstanding and i think with the thing there i guess there are small things that aren't as good as the practical effects or or the the set the sets of the set design like maybe some of the performances are a little lacking but it's it's that it's not as balanced as the shining because the shining is so it's just every the shining is everything is complete it's such a complete film it's uh complete given even given the sense that it is not complete and <laughs> has so little answers to the questions it sets up because that is what makes it so good um yeah so i i guess i'm yeah i'm probably leaning more towards the shining <laughs> man i i love talk, i love hearing will talk about films <laughs> especially when he's like he like like at the start, he was like, "Yeah, I'm chill," and now he's just so invested in this. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, yeah, the thing isn't even on my list, so I don't even have to explain myself here. The Shining is, it's it's my favorite horror movie of all time, and the thing I'm still not there with it. I wish I really wish I was, David. I'm sorry, but. The, the thing is just there's something missing and I don't know what it is. And when I figure it out, I will tell you because I'm going to go away 
in the next couple of weeks and rewatch the thing and figure figure some stuff out because I want to be where you are at, David, and I want to be where you're at, Will, because you clearly love this already <laughs> and you've seen it once. Yeah. Like, yeah, I need to be there. So, but until then, I've got to go for the Shining. Well, Shining's one, but I'm. Yeah. It has. It's still a difficult choice. Like, I'd obviously, obviously, I don't really care whether, like, which one wins because they're both fucking phenomenal films. And they're both, I'm pretty sure they're both in my list. Uh, yeah, they are. That's so, like, either way, I kind of win here, but I also lose because no matter what, like, the, the thing is such a integral part of horror to me especially like especially like with how you know how it portrays itself as this like mysterious you have no clue who trust like film and uh, it's it's really hard i'm gonna go with the shining primarily wow because of what (laughs) wow with you can't have cinema without the shining yeah the shining has influenced so much and the thing has influenced a lot too yeah definitely not nearly as much as the shining Damn, shining that has is absolutely killed it how important it is to cinema and even if i think that kubrick's a con <laughs> even if i think that like even if it's higher on my bloody list, The Shining is still so important that it needs to be like a part of history, and it is a part of history. The thing can eventually be forgotten, but The Shining, no matter what, has to stay there. Wow, The Shining so, goes Shining through to through the final unanimously. Unanimously, well. <laughs> that's massive, absolutely massive. Good luck to the next film. Um, and the thing has been set on fire. <laughs> Un- mu- um, much like the Overlook wasn't in The Shining. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but it wasn't Doctor Sleep. Spoilers. And to face The Shining in the final, we have either the number three seed, Get Out, versus the number two seed, Halloween. This is a tough one as well. Well, like I know which one I'm going for. I know. Well, which I know one Xander's I'm going gonna for. have a. Uh-huh. I think I Xander's had a bit of an idea. Like, as as a bit of a think about this the entire time. I think he's been thinking about this throughout my. Uh, feel of Halloween. I mean, not Halloween. The Shining verse. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I've yeah. I because because the, the Shining was the Shining was the Shining was going through anyway. Yeah, so exactly. So I've, you've, been, you've been thinking. It's got to be the movie that is that excites me as a writer. There is a there is one of these movies that excites me as a writer. When watching it, I sit there and think, "God, I wish I write. I could write a movie as clever as this." Yep, and that is that's that's get out. Get out is yeah. so has such a large fucking brain 
that I want to take it out and kiss it. I want to kiss this movie's brain. No, that is not a pun. That, the pun is not intended. I know they take brains out in this movie, but like this movie is just so clever. It's so it's it's gonna go. It's gonna graduate from like fucking Oxford because this movie has such a fat brain on it. <laughs> yeah, get out. I it's don't even need to explain anymore. Brain. Just imagine a brain going to Oxford and getting oh. a degree oh. in <laughs> script writing. And that's this movie. Get Out goes through to the final for me. Who's with me? <laughs> I mean, I am. Yes! Because, because... I can't agree with you there. Um, wait, wait, wait did, my, did down... my brain allegory win? Did, did it win? <laughs> it the brain allegory won. No, he it's... was already going for that. <laughs> I, think I was already going for it. But yeah, it's very yeah. much because... It is very much because um, Halloween for me isn't... I don't hold it in a special place in my heart, and it's sadly I'm tainted. You know, I'm tainted. But, but it's I don't know. I can't truly really explain my. I mean, why I don't have this. I mean, I guess the the biggest reason why I don't have the close connection with Halloween is because I watched it today. <laughs> um, but yeah, I it's it, it is a great film. It is truly an iconic film. But it, I think Get Out again. It just has more going on. There is. There is more. There is just more to appreciate. Um, and Get Out for me is... Pr- I mean, it was... Well, actually, yeah, when I watched it, it was my favorite um, horror film. Like, it was just so perfectly paced, so amazingly written. And, like, it just all comes together in a nice, perfect little box. You know, it's, like, wrapped up perfectly. It's just so... It's just... Uh... I feel Where, like... Yeah, I don't know. I feel like Get Out has slightly ruined other horror films for me, though. Yeah. In a way that I expect so much from new horror now. Mm. That when I see Honestly, something that doesn't, like, tantalize... Is that the right word? Tantalize my brain. Xander's just trying to think of big words now. That's exactly what I'm trying to think of. If something doesn't... What? Oh, tantalize. Stig... What is it? Like... Oh, crap. Rack this your brain. Not rack it, no, like <laughs> make it make it like work. Make it not smooth. Light up. Yeah. Make if if yeah. God, I'm <laughs> Which one? I'm such a fucking <laughs> I'm such a fucking moron. <laughs> I'm such a moron. I promise this is I'm slap. This is this is like me on the chase all over again, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um th- yeah, th- this like this movie lights up my brain and like whenever I see a movie, a horror movie now that doesn't and I'm just like, this is just fucking lazy. Like, come on. Why can't you just be more like my best friend over here? Get out. (laughs) See, that's the thing. I try not to like compare horror to other fantastic horror. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You're right. So it's so hard to make good horror and, you know, actually scare people. It is. And to me, like, once again, like, not a lot of horror scares me. Like, I'm not saying that to be, like, as a fucking flex. It's literally just, like, I don't get scared by jump scare horror. I think jump scare horror is the laziest kind. And I genuinely hate it. But stuff like Get Out with, and Halloween with the suspense and the build-up and the breakdown at the end is so fucking good and obviously i'm gonna go halloween i know gal's just gone through but i've got to back my boy 
I I love that film. <laughs> Why can you not so, back your boy? <laughs> so fucking much is incredible. David's just lost two of his picks in one swift move. <laughs> He's lost the yeah, thing well, and I, Halloween. Oh, I I like I was able to get Midsummer and Hereditary out, <laughs> and that makes me so. My fucking my guy Mar- my guy martyrdomed himself. <laughs> he, he died and dropped a grenade. <laughs> I I don't care. I got rid of two of Xander like the two films of Xander really wants me to like and I fucking hate and we always argue about. I got them out and I'm proud of myself. I don't give a shit. Any final thoughts, guys, before we move on to the third place? Uh, everybody watch Halloween. Also, go watch the horrible remake so you can appreciate how good Halloween is. <laughs> yeah, no, I wrote those down. <laughs> so, we have our final, but first... Oh, but Get Out went through. Get Out's in the final. But first, we have uh, some unfinished business with two of our matches. We've got to to fight for the third place trophy, the participation trophy... It's the number eight seed, The Thing, versus the number it's two the seed. It's Showdown. Versus number two, Halloween. It's literally the Carpenter Showdown. I know which Carpenter one I'm going showdown. for, but it's the Carpenter Showdown. Um, I'm voting Halloween. This one could be Halloween. fairly quick, to be fair. No, I mean, I was, yeah, I was voting The Thing. I'm just <laughs> not Halloween guy, but... Halloween yeah. takes the third place crown. The thing gets just kicked in the nards, really. Yeah, that's, rip. That's what that's what fourth place gets you, you piece of shit. <laughs> no, no, the thing's good. Um, now to the big one, the final. It's the number four Front seed, tip. The Shining, versus the number three seed, Get Out. So I'm just going to run down what they've taken out to get here. So The Shining has taken out Annihilation. Evil Dead and The Thing and Get Out has taken out Hush The Cabin in the Woods and Halloween three of my movies <laughs> yeah just on a on a fucking rampage mate yeah it's it's because I joked you were racist earlier it's just taking you yeah. down <laughs> it is it just doesn't like Get Out just doesn't like me yeah, um, the movie is Jordan Peele fucking hates me <laughs> Yeah, when he's writing Gao, he's like, fuck David, fuck David. Yeah, fuck literally. David. <laughs> he's just writing Gao, just like, you know what, David? It's going to fuck your favourite film of all time. Too. I don't know who you are. But fuck you. Um, so, where do, we, where do we even begin with this? Uh, oh. I already know where I'm. I do, I guess. I guess I'll try to explain what I'm thinking. Um, Go for it. So, with. With Get Out, I said how the pacing is so perfect. It's, it gets it down to a T, just how it how it gives you that incredible sense of relief at the end. And and actually, mid, well, roughly, I guess, end of the second act, um, when it's all revealed that that girlfriend he has is a fucking psychopath. God, I've ne- again, I've never felt more betrayed in a film. It, it was actually incredible. Um, such a twist. Because I, I, I mean, I, it was coming, but like I didn't think she was part of it. It just still bogs my mind. Anyways, um, 
the thing, yeah. So Get Out had that amazing sense of relief and it answered all the questions I had. And it, it's a very nice wrapped up film. I can't exactly say the same for The Shining um, because The Shining does have all these questions that they don't answer and it does make you feel uneasy by the end of it. And it isn't full, it isn't fully wrapped up in a nice little fucking box. Um, but that's the thing. That's, that is what makes The Shining The Shining because The Shining is made of these unanswered questions. And with if you answered everything in The Shining, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be good. It would be, yeah, no. it, it would just because you you that the true fear, true fear comes from the unknown, doesn't it? So with Get if Out, I answer all those questions. Like if you answered them all, it would just be another decent horror film. It wouldn't be special. Yes, yeah, it's it's because Get Out. I think Get Out works perfectly to answer the questions that it sets out to uh, to ask, because Get Out is so perfect in it's so perfect in that small little subsection of horror where you want to feel good after watching it. The Shining is, I mean, you feel great after watching Shining because it's the fucking Shining, but it's also, yeah, the unanswered questions that give it that mystery, and it makes the story way bigger than it it could be if you did. That's why Get Out feels like such a small film. It takes place in such a small area. Um, they go down one road into one house, and that's pretty much the whole film. Um, yeah, so in terms of scope, in terms of just how big the film is and how big it feels, and again, how big it is the cinema, right? I say The Shining is the better film. Wow, big shout. That is one point for The Shining. Okay. Um, can I go next, David? Ooh, I, yeah, go on then. Go on. Um, because I know where I'm voting. And really, to keep the suspense up, I think we should have let Will go, go last. But... <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> well, you can recut it. This I is... Mean... <laughs> this is, this is uh, these are my two favourite horror films of all time. These are my number one and number two picks. Um, but after this conversation we've had for the last good god it's been three hours um, I'm I'm actually going to go against my rankings and I'm voting The Shining uh, no, no fuck I'm voting Get Out <laughs> I know that was confusing for everyone <laughs> I'm voting yeah. Get Out I'm voting Get Out um I think part of it is what would I rather watch right now? And I, after this conversation, all I want to do is stick on Get Out and just admire its big, fat, juicy brain some more, and think about. about (laughs) (laughs) It's even making. I don't want to hear you say big, fat, juicy brain. It's making. It's when it starts making me feel uncomfortable. I'm like, you need to stop this. But the other part of me is like, nah, stop. It's funny. Keep going. Um. No, the other part of you is saying no. It, it makes David uncomfortable. Keep going. Yes, yes, you're right. You're right, David. Um, the central performances are fantastic. I think, performance-wise, I think if you put everyone in Get Out against Jack Nicholson, I think it's around about equal. But... 
Oh, I don't, fuck you. I don't have to explain myself. Get out. I'm picking it. <laughs> it's, it's really well written. And Get Out doesn't have white people say the N-word. It has them being racist in other ways. It's 21st century racism. Not derogatory. I mean, 21st terms. century racism is white people saying the N-word still. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? It's like institutional racism. Yeah, it's very it's very like subtle racism. Yeah, um, it's really subtle racism. Like I would have all voted Obama a third term. That is yeah. one of the best jokes in the whole movie. Cause like that set up again, set up so well. She's like, he's gonna say this to you. And yeah. he's like, right, okay. And then he says it and he the look on his face is like, Yep, yeah. totally. <laughs> it's so yeah. awkward. Yeah, get out is phenomenal and it's I know Us wasn't as good, but I cannot wait for Jordan Peele's third movie, whatever mm-hmm. it is. Go on, David, you can ruin my day now. Yeah, so I am going to talk <laughs> about them a bit. Uh, Gal is still a phenomenal movie. I genuinely do love it. I think Gal is one of the most interesting horror films to come out in recent times. Because it's not, once again, it's not traditional horror. It takes what we know about horror and flips it on its head. And it it deals with a huge, huge problem that we're somehow still dealing with in the 21st century. Don't know why we are, but we are. And it's it does it in such a way that, like you said, it's subtle. And that's the worst part of it. Like subtle racism will always be a thing. I like I I think. Like no matter what, it will always be that little bit of one race will think they're superior to the other, and that's just the worst way of thinking. But no matter what, that's gonna stay. And that's why Gao is such an important movie. But on the other side, when it comes to cinema as filmmakers and as a filmmaker myself, The Shining is too important for it to not go down as the greatest horror film of all time, especially as like somebody who wants to make a horror film myself. I take a lot of inspiration from a lot of different movies and The Shining is one of them. No matter what, I always want to add that sense of kind of loneliness and insanity into a film i always feel like that's the most interesting kind of thing that that slow descent is so impactful to any movie and to any horror film it just it really get like brings you to grips with this character it takes you on a full journey of their psyche and that's why it's so fucking phenomenal and we we always thought they could never do a good sequel to The Shining. Like, it, it was perfect by itself. Stephen King wrote a great one. And Mike Flanagan directed a fantastic one, too. So I'm going The Shining. So I, I am sad to knock out Get Out this late. But fuck, am I proud it got here. Dave, David, back with the racism. God. <laughs> I can't believe it, David. After, 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 I thought we'd see some character development from you through this tournament. <laughs> I mean, Xander, I always call you racist for not listening to a song called Supremacy, which is about BLM. Because <laughs> you refuse to listen to it. 
Oh, that's just because I don't listen to any of the music you recommend me. Um, yeah, but that's a, that's a song that I feel like you'd be <laughs> able to listen to because there's no screamo. There's no, anyway, like, heavy we're getting, it's just a good movie. Um, a movie, good song. So, what what are you voting? I already said I'm voting The Shining. The Shining. Boom, boom, boom. The Shining wins. Yeah. We did it, boys. There we go. I mean, The Shining is... It's just, I mean, like, I'm trying to think who doesn't like The Shining. Because my, my dad, I mean, he, he hates most films that I love. And he loves The Shining. So <laughs> The Shining, it just appeals to, like, art house audiences and fucking mass audiences. It's just, it's it's an everyman film. It's yeah. Um, I don't think Alex likes The Shining, you know? Well, there we go. I mean, he's the well, one Alex, guy. In the... Alex. Uh, I'm going to have to have a talk about it. Because I'm fairly sure we said, like, we mentioned The Shining at a point in one of the tournaments we did, and he was like, oh, well, that wouldn't have gone through. That's the piece of shit would have gone through. I don't know whether he was saying that as a joke or whether he actually means that. Who knows? But The Shining has won our greatest horror movie tournament of all time. Well, it's not the greatest tournament. It's the greatest horror movie of all time tournament. There you go. That's <laughs> words. Um, great. Um was there anything that, like, you guys thought might have gone a little bit further than it did? Honestly, I'm so fucking happy Halloween got where it did. I'm proud of my boy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm also... I, I'm honestly proud that, like, how many of my movies got so far. Yeah. I'm kind of <laughs> sad that Hosh got knocked out so quickly, but at the same time, I'm just proud that I knocked the fuck... <laughs> <laughs> Alright, <okay. laughs> Well, is, um... is his electric actually gone yeah that is incredible that was that really good time absolutely incredible um yeah wow. go on. um yeah god yeah i was just them. gonna say uh, the lighthouse i mean the lighthouse um i i mean it, w- it went far obviously but yeah. i guess i expected it to be um i mean or at least get past to where get out got because i mean the lighthouse is fucking it's the lighthouse like i guess I have the same like the same, it gives me the same effect that the shining does. So I guess I would have expected a shining versus lighthouse, but it is what it is. There you go. There you go. That was it. Uh, thank you so much for listening to this tournament. Um, what what is your favorite horror movie? Let us know. Head on over to our Facebook page, Twitter page, or Instagram page. Send us a message and let us know what what your favorite horror movies are or what should have won this tournament. Um, yeah, let us know. We we'd love to hear from you guys. Um, we have to give the biggest of thank yous to our special guest this week, Mr. Will Sof. Thank you so much for being here. Yeah, it was, it was fun. It was, it was a lot of fun. It's an honor to have you back. Um, <laughs> you, are, you are welcome back anytime. As I said, well, you are now in the server, which means you are one of the chosen <laughs> few. Um, very, very kind. Where can the people find you? Uh, well, I mean, you can uh, probably primarily, and the only thing I probably want to plug, to be honest, um, is my YouTube channel. Uh it's uh, by the name of William Sof. That's just William, and then S O F E for Sof, and uh, you'll find me on there. Fantastic! I will yeah. leave a link in the description, um, and go and check out his his new his latest short film, My Friend Marcel, which is absolutely hilarious. We talked about it earlier. <laughs> yeah, go and check it out. It's fantastic. Um, David. Yo. Thank you so much for being here again, man. It, it you know, it, it's good that you 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 you're kind of my rock around here, my, my Dwayne yeah. Johnson. 
Stop with that. Please. <laughs> no, 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 none of that. None of that. <laughs> well, thanks oh, for being here. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll link all your stuff below. You know, you can find him on YouTube and, yeah. and Twitter and Instagram. I think. I think that's what we plug, isn't it? Normally for you. Yeah. Tw- uh, yeah. Well, Twitter. Um, I don't even use again. Um, oh, but I am planning on doing a full playthrough uh, live stream of um, Low Nightmares 2. Ooh. Uh, yeah. Because I'm getting it tomorrow slash today now. Um, it, was, it was supposed to come today slash yesterday, but decided not to. Damn. Uh, fuck Brexit, apparently, because that's what Bandai Namco were blaming. They should have <laughs> sorted it beforehand. Sick. But, you know, fuck it. Uh, fuck Amazon for not sending it earlier. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, I'll be streaming that, and I'm probably gonna be doing a uh, playthrough of Cyberpunk at some point. Um, exciting! I'll likely be doing another like stream at some point as well of whatever else I decide to buy. Death Loop in May. Uh, probably Resident Evil Eight, so I can scream, step on me, tall vampire lady. Oh my gosh, she's so hot. Um, anyway, so and she can step on me whenever she wants. She really can step on me. Oh, Literally, yeah. Like, I I I saw her burst through the door in the demo, and I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> my queen. Yeah, no, not my queen, my mistress. Good yeah. lord, good lord. She is very clearly gone. <laughs> um, and step on me. Thank you, the people at home, for listening to this. Um, if you want to hear more from us, check out our Spotify. Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, even and Amazon Music. Um, we've been we've been doing really well on there recently. So uh, we we actually got into the charts last week on the Apple Podcast for film reviews. We we peaked at like number twenty six, I believe. So that's nice. fucking massive, guys. So that thank you so crazy. much for doing that for helping us get to there. Um, and so just keep you know do it doing your thing. Leave a rating and stuff like that on Apple. It does help apparently, and. Yeah, like I said earlier, go ahead to our Facebook page, Twitter page, and our Instagram page for updates and clips and stuff like that. They, those are returning weekly. And yeah, let us know. What is your favourite horror movie? We want to know. Next week, we've got another big tournament. Two tournaments in two weeks. What? You guys are crazy. Yes, I know. Yeah. We've watched a lot of movies for you guys. So please do Why enjoy Why haven't them. been doing many recommendations? Yeah, because we've just been watching movies for this, so much for this podcast. Um, <laughs> but next week is one that um, we've done before, but I think you guys will, will enjoy it again. Because, well, I'll enjoy it again. And Dave's it doesn't look like a good reboot. Time. Yeah, sequels always work, right? That's not a sequel, it's literally a reboot. Oh, it is a reboot, yeah. A reboot it's or a literally remake? literally a reboot. Is it, it a reboot or remake? I didn't get recast. Will did. Yeah, you. Will was in the last one. He's been recast. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, <I> Will. will. <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> um, that'll be all from us, guys. We've dragged it on long enough. We will see you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. Oh. And there we go. Damn, that was good. That was that's some high quality Ooh. podcasting, boys. Now this is podcasting. <laughs> true. True.